Hello and welcome to the Super Show podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and today we have a very special guest. It's Alex Jones. No, it's not. It's Martin Ruffle hey guys. from Just Interesting Fame. Hey, how's welcome, it going? Martin. Thank you for the introduction. And of course, we do have, uh, <laughs> we do of course have Alex Jones and uh, Bam Bam Jamie in the in the chat as well. Um, <laughs> it's coming back, though. It's coming back. <laughs> I, I like it, dude. I think you should. Oh, you know who you look like now, actually? Uh-huh. Jack Black in Mars Attacks. Wow. Okay. That's yes. a deep cut. Sure. Specific. Again, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Well, Martin, we're very excited. You are our first guest yes. on the Super Show podcast, a five-star podcast, if ever there was one. <laughs> I'm sure Just Interesting is a five-star podcast as it's well. It's about four, really. Uh, <laughs> Honest. Yeah. Someone's dragging you down. Let's just put it that way. And it's Robin. No, I'm um, yeah, well, hopefully we could get uh, both Alex and Robin on at some point in the future. I'm sure That'd they really want cool. to, yeah. I'm sure they love it. Um, cool. Let, let's just, uh, we, we've got a lot to talk about today. Obviously, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out uh, what you've been up to, Martin. Uh, we'll be talking about what we've been up to. We've been going to catch up on some news. Obviously, Ghosts of Tsushima was the big thing that happened last week, but we missed that cut off just by a bit for last week's episode. So we're going to be covering it this week. Uh, a couple of, uh, you know, COD and Nintendo related news, and yeah, we're just, just going to go through it. Um, but before we get into it, I just want everybody to know that we are available on YouTube and uh, podcasting platform of your choice. I'm talking Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and some of the other freaking weird ones. Uh, and you can also <laughs> follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SuperShowPod. Uh, and as always, this Patreon, uh, yeah, well, this podcast is supported by our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash SuperShow, if you would like to support us and help us, you know, keep doing what we're doing. And as it's supported by Patreon, we've got some names to read out before we get into everything else. So hold on to your butt crack. Here we go, because we've got Brett Zerbrick, Hacksaw Book Reed, Matthew Fronzo, Mindful Pig, Peaswad, Tristan Harris, and William Sherry. And of course, the big boys, Lonnie Thompson and Return of the Mac, Skylar Music. Thank you so much for all of your patronage. We really couldn't do any of this without you. And hey, if we couldn't do this, that means that Martin wouldn't be able to be on here. So everybody wins, right? Well, I'm not sure. So this connected. has all been yeah. to get Martin Ruffle on our I'm podcast. I'm not sure people win by me being on here, really, but, um, but it's the first time I've been on here. I remember the ATG. I, I don't think you should put yourself, I don't think you should put yourself down that much. The yeah, ATG you used show. to be on some ATG stuff. No, I was never on the podcast. Really? No, never. I, I we could have sworn like you were. Yeah, no, in live, oh. live streams quite often <laughs> I'd, I'd come down just because I you know, wanted to play games in work time. But um, in terms of, uh, <laughs> in terms of the uh, podcast, yeah. it never happened. Yeah, right. man. Oh, I miss those live streams. Uh, okay, well, why don't you tell us uh, uh, quickly about Just Interesting, if people don't know what it is. Oh, yeah, we're Just Interesting. Just Interesting Podcast is one of our, our main shows. And, um, yeah, we shoot the shit. We, we talk about news. We talk about funny facts that we've learned. And then we tend to go over, like, a either a, a big question of the week or a historical topic. So in our last episode, we looked at uh, Tuskegee, which is, like, a, a racist oh, right, experiment yeah. from, like, the 1930s. Is that the, um the the greek dip yeah that's the one mate that's the one the racist <laughs> experiment how, how yeah how dare you i think, I think jamie's, jamie's trying a bit of a racist experiment of his own yeah, uh, the, subscribe the, the, to the just interesting youtube channel for the next episode on tara masalata in <laughs> <laughs> wow okay um do you guys still do i remember on uh, the uncovered podcast uh was it from the bunker stories from uh, the bunker yeah Stories from the bunker. You used to do uh, a quiz. The, the quiz is still there. Of course. Yeah, quiz is still Hell there. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. All right, cool. And where I, can, can I, uh, I actually wanted to make a request of just interesting for you guys oh, to cover on, a yeah. topic. 
because I, I heard uh, I've heard a bit about it, and then it's from I suppose it's from about a year ago now that it all sort of blew up. But I wanted to hear more about it, and I thought I know who the perfect people to look into it would be. And it's so it's Elizabeth Holmes, the woman who started the company Theranos. Oh, okay, and oh how right, she yeah, met, yeah. She scammed mm-hmm. people out of like. No, I think her company was worth nine billion dollars at its peak, and she was worth four and a half billion, and it was all bullshit. Mm. Like it was all made up. And I think I thought you yeah. guys would probably be the best yeah, people. Yeah, that sounds to, good. I um, think we could, we could probably do. Uh, you know, just to consider. You don't have to do <laughs> we it. We could probably do know. an episode on scams. Actually, that'd be a good one. I tell you, I tell you, it would be good, Martin. You get Alex Jones on your podcast, and you'd be like, "Oh, it's the just interesting podcast featuring Alex mm-hmm. Jones." Yes, yes. Yeah, guaranteed million million we'll views be using right there. Name. Yeah, but I thought this guy was banned from YouTube. It's like. Yeah, he could be. Oh, yeah, he actually, maybe be. don't do it because jo- Jonesy will get you kicked off. <laughs> yeah, also the re- the retention would be horrendous when people, so the first time yeah. I said anything, and they're like, not the one I thought it was, and they just quit. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, let's, uh, before we get into some catch-up, I do have comment of the week. Uh, you know, lo- lost, nice. lost some steam at the end there, but there you go. Uh, today's <laughs> comment is from Mirko. Great haircut, Jamie. Uh, a man of distinction, clearly. Lying, but okay. <laughs> Came here from Spotify just to check. I was imagining something a lot more horrifying. On another note, the occasional chewing noises in the background really make me suicidal. So uh, I can only apologize, Mocha. I don't know what you're talking about because we don't really eat on the podcast. But I no. do. But when I did read that, my mind first went to like, oh my God, Alex Jones, what has he done now? <laughs> does, one hey, of us, like, well, does one of us subconsciously like chew the inside of our mouths or something <laughs> and yeah. make weird chewing noises? Because we drink on the podcast, but we don't eat on the podcast. That's a no. Yeah. Uh, so, so is it so, maybe so it could a be that. slurping could noise? Be the drinking. Let me oh. tell you, Joe, I'll do a test sip now if Mirko oh, kills Jamie, himself. Oh, Jamie, what is going on here? Chris, hey! great minds think alike. Oh, cheers. Oh, that sounded horrendous. I can, I can did it. it. I can hear it too. Um, no. That was our little test bed there. If anyone heard any noises there that they didn't like and they didn't agree with, then we know maybe we need to stop drinking <laughs> on the podcast right. as well. So I find that that's, uh, but yeah, it's uh, a key part of the podcast. this comment because... Sorry, what's it that? It's a key part of the podcast and know what you guys are drinking. So what are you having? It's like, Listen, you know what? Like We, we have signed up to uh, Dogma 95 and we are very into our Cinema Verite. So, you know. <laughs> I mean, that watermelon uh, We're just trying drink. to keep things real. Watermelon yeah. drink from last week <laughs> sounded horrendous. Oh. No. <laughs> Honestly, my tongue was swollen for about two days after that. Grim. It, no, it, like it, just com- it completely fucked me up. 45 it was, grams. It was so good though. 100 mil. It was nice. I I don't understand how that's possible. Like we said about it at the time, but I still don't get it. Like, how can you have fifty percent of your it drink to be sugar? It seemed illegal. Yeah, but hold on, yeah. you, you, but you are forgetting something because uh, grams and mills—they don't, you know, like they, there is a uh, dilution factor, or, or what is it? Not a dilution. No, but there's, uh, there's yeah. not in the sense. So one gram um, of sorry, a milliliter of water weighs one gram. Yeah, no, no, no. That's fine. But so, we, so, ru- so but roughly, you, it's but, roughly comparable. But water will. Uh, sugar, an element of sugar will dissolve into water, no? Or a liquid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, f- but 50 50 wouldn't would it dissolve? <laughs> I've got no idea. There's like 100 yeah, because mil then of it's water. Like, sorry, 50 mil of water. Well, yeah, because it's just yeah. like a syrup, right? Right, because I think the question is then, Chris, if you took 10 grams of sugar and dissolved it into 10 milliliters of water, would, you have 20 would it still weigh 20 grams? Mm. Oh, I don't, I don't fucking know. No, you'd, double, it'd double its weight. So yeah, you so you'd, have kilo, ten, you'd have 10 milliliters of liquid that weighed 20 grams because it has still had. Because the sugar dissolves, but it doesn't disappear. Oh my god! I don't think it really exactly, matters, yeah. James. So, so, so yeah. If you got half a kilo of sugar and half a liter of water, mix them together, you'd get a liter of syrup. 
bar right. that would weigh a kilo. But then this is the issue. There's no way you'd dissolve 500 grams of sugar in half a litre of water. Hey, never say never. Let's give it a go. Never say never. That, I don't know. If anyone Chris's do voodoo it, drink. Well, yeah, so I blame the bloody Koreans well, You, you know what the weird thing on? Before we move on, to, I promise, Whoa. guys, it's a gaming podcast. We'll get onto the gaming. and We'll, we'll involve Martin a lot more, I promise. Yeah. But Martin, hey man, made, you're, made, you're playing a game with your health, so it's <laughs> kind of, you know, it's in the made, ballpark. And, and also, Martin, maybe this is something that uh, they're just interesting boys should investigate. I think so. Uh, but I will say this, right? On the can, because it was from Korea, they've obviously got their own measurements. And over their measurement was a big white pl- uh, sticker, which was a British measurement, which was different. So, you know, you see it a lot on, like, imported American sweets as well, like, uh, especially on, like, Reese's Cups. Uh, so, you know, just there saying. Oh, did you peel the sticker off to see what was underneath? Yeah, it, it, it was not the same value. I can't remember what it was off the top of my head now, but it was mm, not the weird. same. That anyway. sounds fishy. Yeah, fishy is as fishy does, I guess. All right, let's let's catch up, right? Because it's been <laughs> a, a hot week Games. since <laughs> it's been a hot week since we've all been together, and uh, even longer since uh, we've had Martin on. Although not too long because he was on my stream yesterday. So <laughs> yeah, true. Thank you for that. He was. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, playing a bit of Warzone, which is nice. So, Martin, let's start off with you. Other than playing Warzone with me yeah. on uh, twitch.tv forward slash hot panic, what, <laughs> what, uh, what games have you been up to? What have you been up to? Have you, like, how has the uh, lockdown been treating you? Well, I, I've managed to play a few games. Um, old games, as if you know me very well, I don't tend to, to buy games as soon as they come out. I wait until there's so many games to play, right? I only got my PlayStation in the uh, back end of 2018. So I've got Ooh, quite a golden few, years. yeah, quite a few games to play. So I've been going through a few of the old school classics. So um, I've finished Uncharted Four this week. Very Ooh, very nice. good game. Very nice. um, yeah, it's f- fantastic. I think for me the series has actually got better as it's gone along. I haven't played The Lost Legacy yet, and I doubt it's going to be as good as Four. But you know, it's just it's got better and better. The cinematics were incredible, as you'd expect from an Uncharted game. Yeah, the story was really really gripping and compelling, and um, it looked amazing. So there was that, and then I've also played Batman Arkham Knight recently. Oh yeah, Another, nice, nice. Oh, yeah, very good. Open world. I mean, a lot of people had an issue with the um, the Batmobile. It was like a major thing, right? It was. Yeah. So many yeah. missions had it, and whilst I agreed that maybe it was used a little bit too much, I was going in there knowing that that was going to be the case, and a lot of kind of the side stuff you know where you're using the batmobile for racing i didn't do any of that so i didn't feel like it was over burdened with the batmobile um okay. yes yeah, martin yeah. ruffle i agree with you <laughs> i think that the batmobile got a bad rap in uh yeah, i thought Knight. it was a little bit a little bit unjust i thought it was okay yeah. it was fine I mean, it was fine <laughs> <laughs> jamie's unconvinced. personal view no I'm, I'm i'm between you guys and the people who really fucking hated it i didn't mind it within the context <laughs> of the story which i think is what martin's saying really yeah yeah i think i think it was a bit of a cop out that they could they basically said what if the batmobile could also be a tank um and using it in some of the puzzles was occasionally a bit like okay the fucking grappling hook and reverse I just want to punch I mean, people I, in the I face. Did, but yeah. <laughs> I didn't mind actually in the puzzles. I thought that was fine. What, what I had an issue with was yeah, as you say, the tank gameplay. It was like um, it was like playing Big Red one on PS2. You know the old Call of Duty game. Where you, <laughs> yeah, you have like right. a field of tanks, of like thirty tanks you have yeah. to destroy. It was like that over and over again. And I understand that. But in terms of it being used in this main story, I, I didn't think it was too bad. It was alright. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Well, hey, you, you, you guys, a, you guys are lucky because I haven't even played it because when it came out. 
and obviously I only had PC at the Ooh. time. Oh, Couldn't yeah. play it because it was fucking broken. I don't know. Did they ever fix mess. that? Yeah, it was horrendous. I don't know. I've got a feeling they must have at least done something because that was such a high profile disaster on that on their part. Yeah. So hopefully they did. And then oh, I, have a, I have a slight admission around the tank on that game, uh, the car on the game, car tank, whether, um, in that I actually bought a couple of skins for it after the fact. Wow. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, think no. I, got the, I think I got the 1989 uh, skin. And just, oh, for yeah. real money. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cheap. It was yeah. like it wasn't Did, much, but Jonesy um, didn't. Yeah. Oh, I thought it's... <laughs> Go on. I was going to say, is, is your middle name Michael Transactions? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> if I play, so if you if I play a lot of a game and I really enjoy it, I do occasionally put a little bit nah, into. I'm, it. I'm, You've I'm already put fifty into it, <laughs> Jonesy. You've made your vote of confidence. I, I'm, I'm with I'm with Jonesy there, though. I, I, to be fair, like if there's a game that I like a lot, I'll I'll, I'll sink you, a little bit of my extra money in. I don't Jonesy. mind. Uh, I've nearly, I'm, I'm, I've nearly 100%ed it. Okay. I think I'm. So I, I did. I completed it. I finished all the story stuff. Okay, I did nearly. Okay. I've done like 95% of all the side uh, of all the. I did all the side missions. Sorry, I did nearly all the DLC, and then I have. I just some of the Riddler trophies. I haven't yeah, finished, tons of them. and because I did, I didn't want to. Um, did you need to get all the? I wanted to get the special ending. Did you need to get all the? the oh, just YouTube it, dude. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> did you ever? One of that achievement. I wanted did, to feel it. But do you get the platinum without having to do all the the Riddler trophies? I don't believe so. I don't think oh, so. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty brilliant. sure the, that's a part of the platinum. But I remember being really annoyed at the idea that there's this kind of true ending hidden behind all the side stuff because I finished that story and did not want to do anything else. And so I yeah. had to YouTube it, which, mm. I don't know, there's always a sense of frustration around that, having to look something up on YouTube yeah. just because you don't want to play it. Or you, don't, well, you, you know, you know yeah. who did it well was God of War with their secret ending where you didn't have to do anything. You just had to go back home and sleep in your, oh, yeah. in your bed. I think that's yeah, that how you cool, do it. Man. That like really the, cool. the, the barrier to entry on that is not hard, but you know, it's, it's a nice little nod to the people that kind of go that little bit extra. Yeah. And what a moment it, too. Yeah. It's still cool. Cool. I, I'm kind of torn on the, I'm not really torn, but there's a little <laughs> thing I didn't like about the God of War secret ending was that I was so excited at the prospect of getting Thor's hammer in a sequel that I needed them to announce the sequel yeah, immediately tell me about because it. I've now been waiting for them hey, to do the announcement because maybe, come on, man, that, I, maybe Jonesy, come, come early June when we get, <laughs> get shown a couple of PS5 things, your fingers crossed for God of War, I don't know what they're going to call it, two, God know. of War Valhalla. So <laughs> I, I wonder you know if they don't even give it a number two at this stage. Because yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll of, be some like colon yeah. name. Or something. It's got to be um, it's got to be Ragnarok, surely. Uh, I mean that that was the hint, right? Could be. I thought I thought that was the whole thing was that it was going to be Ragnarok. Yeah, because, because it's got the world serpent in it. They talk about Fenrir. You've got the oh the kid, yeah, like, the whole thing the whole was that like yeah, God, God of War yeah. God of War's being there kind of kicks off Ragnarok. But yeah, Ragnarok. So I, yeah, uh, well, yeah. I, I suppose maybe. I was just assuming, maybe that's too obvious. Mm. I guess. Yeah. All I need, you know, when they do like the super, super teasy trailers, all I need is like the hammer um, and with a hand that you can tell is Kratos' hand just like wrapping around the no. handle and then it cuts. No, you, they, you, they don't they can't, want that. they can't do that because then that means Thor's dead and we don't know anything about Thor in the context of that universe yet. Yeah. That's like, it, it might... Oh, it might sorry. not mean he's dead though, right? It might mean it could. There could be a whole range of reasons yeah. that you get your hands on the hammer. Also, you Maybe. know, I, I don't want Kratos to wield the fucking uh, Mjolnir. You're kidding? No, because he's got the fucking axe. Just the axe was so fucking good. 
equally as iconic. Oh. I, and I think it, it, they just work work on in, like adding to that. I think that's. I, I, I got such a nerd boner from the axe oh, being I, so similar to Thor's hammer from Avengers, to, and the idea on, that the whole reason you can throw it out and summon it back was because they were leading you up to having Thor's hammer. I was like, I'm there. <laughs> Give me the hammer. I I'll buy all it. the skins I for thought- it. <laughs> yeah. I just spent a few quid on getting um, Mjolnir 1989. I just really like the aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Uh, well, Martin, any anything else you want to? Yeah, I played the um, DLC for The Last of Us. You know, Left Behind stuff. Oh yeah. Um, I what did you think? Right. What did you think on that? I wouldn't have wanted to pay for it. You know, it came with um, yeah. it came with the remastered uh, version that was on PS Plus. Um, yeah, because you you never played on PS3, right? You only no, played yeah, it P- on PS4. Uh, the, the remaster. Played the remaster. Yeah. Never had a PS3. I had an Xbox 360 at the time. Um, yeah, I mean, it added to the story and it definitely developed Ellie's character. Um, in terms of like the gameplay and the mechanics, it was kind of more of the same. the the end The end of it, where there was just like waves of enemies, felt a little bit contrived, maybe a little bit unnatural when yeah. you're going back to Joel. Um, if you guys have played it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just an extra little bit, and got me definitely got me in the mood for um, for the second one, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, not I, long to go now. Yeah, really, not long, is it? Oh man, it, no. That, that's yeah. going to be absolutely insane, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. All right. I hope so. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so it's so weird being on sort of a media blackout from The Last of Us Two, but as an extension of that, not really being able to find out why everyone is so angry. Because obviously I don't want to spoil anything for myself, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. I can see from a safe distance that a lot of people are still very passionate about The Last of Us 2 for not particularly positive reasons. Yeah. Mm. And part of me is just like, you know what, don't get involved. You know, That's people who have nothing better to do than spoil the game for themselves and get angry over the course of weeks, if not months. But it's, and... also, like, it's also like missing context, right? So Right, exactly. But at the same time, I kind of want to know... What everyone's so worked up about, but I guess yeah. we'll find out. So, Martin, I keep you, seeing tweets uh, yeah. that, are, that really piss me off because, the, the t- and, I, and my brain. So I'll see a tweet and it'll go, "So Ellie does," and I'm like, "No, no, 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 no!" And I'll just like scroll <laughs> yeah. away. Or oh. I'll see like but the then, name of a video. Jonesy, on YouTube you'll never know if something. Ellie does bukkake or not. So. I don't want. I don't care. She can do it. She cannot. It's completely up to her. I just want to play the game without it being spoiled. I know point, she's so, yeah. older now, but having <laughs> her, the Last of Us version of Ellie, like, don't let. We can't. You no. Know. <laughs> Well, well, just gonna. Yeah, all right, fine, uh, Martin. That's, so probably, you, that's probably why she's a lesbian now, because <laughs> she's like, you know what, I'm out. I've seen all I need to see. <laughs> surely, surely lesbians could be cucky each other. You know what? Let's know. No, we've got a guest, Chris. We've got a guest. <laughs> yeah, that's Ellie, what Ellie does. Was it straight for pay? She does the other way around. Wow, <laughs> she gets paid for it. Wow. All right. Uh, well, Martin, I wanted to ask you, uh, Last of Us Part Two. Yes. Because you don't usually buy games as you to your own mission. Yeah. Uh, when they launch, <laughs> <You> steal them. <laughs> you just steal them. Um, but do, do you think do you think you're going to be tempted with uh, Last oh, of Us definitely. Part Two? This this and Ghost of Tsushima, those two games, I'm really like, cool. I'm, I'm so excited for, and especially because there's so many rumors and stuff flying around. Um, well, not rumors, but spoilers. Basically, I am tempted yeah. to, to go for it sooner rather than later because I know that at some point it's going to get ruined for me. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how I feel on the day. <laughs> but it, it, could, it could be a day one purchase potentially. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I think it's got to okay. be. Well, what about what about uh, you? Are, you are the two sons of guns. What have you been up to? 
Who's going to take James, first? You go first, James. Uh, mine has been so. One of mine is going to be something I've played. One of mine is going to be something I have stopped playing, and I think you'll be you'll be more happy with the second one. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Warzone. Um, I jumped in with you guys mm. the other day for the Hot Panic stream with uh, Martin Ruffle and also um, Steph, the Mayor of Sandwich Murphy. So we had a nice <laughs> little. Um, session on Warzone, which was very good. And um, I haven't jumped into that for about a month or so. So it was it was yeah. it was kind of odd going back into it because I found that I was I'd forgotten some stuff. Oh dude, like, me too. It's me been too. that long. Um, um yeah. I, I had a really good session. Like I I really enjoyed it. It, it was, was great fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Jamie uh was giving us a lot of pointers on voice chat, which is nice. Thank you, Jamie. Oh he has been putting work into his uh Warzone like tactics <laughs> you can tell because he was like you go for these contracts, you parachute into this place, you get this gun, you do that. and I was like but it was useful. It, it wasn't was really quite that useful, intense. to be fair. James, James. Well, yeah. it, it was that And intense. also, it wasn't even like deep level stuff. It was just kind of like, no. Make sure you put your shields in. You guys are, you <laughs> Run guys away are, you from guys the guy are, shooting You guys are literally face. playing horribly. Please do anything other than what you're doing right now. Come on, that's unfair. Yeah, that's unfair. unfair. Dude, oh, can I, I'm going to tell people, this might not mean much to people who aren't familiar with Warzone, but there was one point you guys were stood on a roof. There was like... It was only like the second or third circle. You somehow had about 40 grand between you. There was a buy station about 10 meters away. (laughs) And you, you, I think it was We just stood there. Steph goes, we should probably uh, just post up here. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I glanced down. Chris had no armor plates and 20 bullets in an Uzi. I was like, yeah, it's just it's chill. It's just chill. On top of a roof, yeah. yeah. Listen, great. I think we can I mean, agree that on that session, there were some lows, but there were also some highs. Yeah, a couple of you uh, also came uh, uh, my 10th place, you placed, yeah, 10th place that exact match, actually. Yeah, so. no, no greasy W, but it's okay. Yeah. The the 10th was, we'll have to do. Uh uh, my my favourite play though uh, is still in that when we um we went well outside the circle on, on I think I was one who said it as well go to the, I like going to the prison, the prison first yeah. whereas because then you get you do get loads of stuff normally and you hop in a helo and you can go anywhere you want and that's exactly what we did we actually we got loads of loot we, we yeah. were um a lot of high level weapons and stuff we were we were ready to rock do it you was know amazing. Jonesy do you know where we went with that helo. Yes, what I'm about to. Well, no, I'm about to no, say no, like what you, happened. Do you know where we went though? Because you can go anywhere in a helo. Where? What? Don't worry. Totally lost Carry me. on. <laughs> anyway, so then uh, Steph, the idiot pilot, <laughs> just decides to fly straight through the tunnel of the prison, kills us all instantly as he hits the wall, and that's game what, over. No, what for was better, James? Is he almost made it? He went through like yeah, we were he, like, no, no. Whoa, he did, and then he it exploded. Yeah, right at the end. Even better than I'm, that, though, I'm glad was he, he, didn't he pulled, make it. He pulled the George W. Bush and he goes, guys, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. he went through the tunnel. Oh, oh God. That's, I'm kind of glad he didn't make it, though. That's yeah. Steph, if he had you, made though. it, Listen, Steph, we would just heard about Steph's it. Steph's the wild card, you know? Like, you, you need that in, in a couple of streams sometimes. <laughs> you uh, do. So I was, I was uh, good for it. What was the other thing that you were talking about? So I have not played at all um, Animal Crossing. Oh, uh, I'm like I'm I'm done. I'm out. My, Fall, my turnips off, yeah? got spoiled Your turn last, really? last week because I just left it, and then uh, I was them. like, Do you know, what? I'm done. Yeah, wow. didn't shift. When it gets to that stage, shift. I think you can you can cut ties, can't you? Pretty easily. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, not skin in the game like, anymore. Yeah, still no Bioshock. Yeah. All done, Jonesy. Just, I haven't, just, I haven't just finished just yet. No, no, two hours and it'll be done. Be done for everyone. Literally. I've played some more Assassin's Creed Odyssey as well. I probably put more time into that oh like, again this week that I could have just finished Bioshock. <laughs> Mad. Maybe Mad. maybe what we should do, Jonesy, is kick you out of next week's podcast so that you've just got two hours spare 
and just <laughs> just, just, play it. just finish uh, Bioshock. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So at the time we spent doing the stream on Hot Panic, I probably could have finished Bioshock. No, but I need you for the streams. It's okay, don't worry. But you know, I had a lot more fun playing Warzone on a stream with you guys than I would have done finishing Bioshock. Like this, is, and that's not to insult Bioshock. I never played at the time. In case anyone listening is like, Bioshock's a great game. It has not aged that well um, in my <laughs> est- sort of estimations, and I'm finding it quite tiring to sort of just sick slog through it. I don't. Like, I don't oh, know if you get to use the present tense in that sentence anymore. You haven't played that <laughs> game for about three months. You found <laughs> it quite tiring, and, and that's why you stopped playing it. I think I stuck with it for about two weeks and I played quite a, a lot of it. Do you know what's mental? I was just like, I'm over Like, it. You're, you're over it now, but I remember being at Chris's house when, back when we were recording the podcast there and talking <laughs> to you about Bioshock when you'd basically just rediscovered it. You must have played the first ah, right. hour or two. You were so into Bioshock, yeah. you went out and bought Prey and now you can't oh, yes. finish yeah, yeah. Bioshock. Do you know what, no, but do you know what it was? was so Infinite, I, I love Infinite. I think Bioshock Infinite oh, yeah. is a great game. And I, I, I played that on PS Now on my PlayStation 4. Like I genuinely sat and played with that Ooh. kind of laggy, wow, bad controller and really enjoyed the done, game. Did you, finish, did you, did you finish Infinite? Uh, well, at the time, you couldn't. This was, a while, this was quite a while ago. Jonesy, did you um, finish it? Then, yeah, yeah, I finished Infinite, yeah. Um, loved it. thought it was a fantastic game. And, um, so that, that kind of led me to actually, when I could get one or two and play them, I was like, oh, yeah, amazing. But one is is just so much more of a go through the level, go back, go back here again, turn around and go back, go back there again, go to that again, go to that. And it's just every enemy is kind of boring. The big daddies get so repetitive. I'm just like, wow. And ammo, there's never any ammo. And I'm like, for God's sake, I've got no ammo again. Brilliant. <laughs> Wow. It's just it's just painful. Wow. Okay. It so, is possible yeah. to complete that game. And that's what games used to be like. I said Sorry? it is possible to complete the game. <laughs> oh, if I just played it, for, like you said, for two hours, I'd finish it. But it's just it's just. I, I'd actually love, like we're just assuming that you got two hours left. I'd love it if you just actually had like twenty minutes left. Just just finish oh, it. Oh, don't. I think it's I think it's closer to like three or four hours. I think Jonesy's just before the bit. Oh God, the weird like. Plastic surgeon, like arty musical guy who oh, you've, like, Fort Frolic, maybe I don't know. Yeah, what you, the dude oh, in Fort Frolic. Uh, no, no, I've, I've killed that dude. Okay, it, no, it's the guy. It's the guy who's like all oh, he's he's got like a stage, and you have to go oh, around taking pictures of people and peeling pictures yes. for that stuff. You're right. I'm halfway through that, so I've oh I've, okay. There's yeah. like four doors you go through, and he called. opens them. I can't either, but can't yeah, and you take you have to take pictures of things for his yeah. weird yeah. design, and then you he keep like, going he back loves to the mannequins, central point. and you yeah. have to like pin That's the right. pictures on That's the right. mannequins. The area, the area is called Fort Frolic. Right. Okay. Right. Right. So Man. I'm like halfway through that area, and I was just like, uh, I've got two more of these friggin' areas to do for him. Um, I'll come back to this. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. But, you, uh, you're not as close to the end as I thought, but yeah. But you know what? I will. I will go and finish it because oh. I re- I want to finish. It. I want to get to the end. Is what I want to do. I just can't yeah. be bothered at the moment. Plus, with the gameplay. The other elephant in the room of Jonesy's rediscovery of Bioshock is that he doesn't remember the twist. Yeah. Oh, good. I don't. I don't remember the twist. I yeah. don't. So you get to experience that again. That would be kind of cool. That's why, and that's kind of why I'm bloody playing it. But I want to get there. But to get there, I have to go through the shit. I don't want to. Yeah, do. again, I think you're mi- mixing up your tenses there because you're not playing it. Anyway, <laughs> I am playing it. I am. <laughs> I'm playing about twenty games at the moment that I haven't finished, all stacked up. Hey, look, I- I'm not one to talk. I still have uh, Hollow Knight and uh, Sekiro to finish, among others. So. And that- Martin Ruffles now made me want to platinum um, Arkham Knight. It's made me remember that I need to get a few more of those trophies to finish this, that. This Here we thing. go. Here we Martin go. Martin might be from a non-gaming related podcast and YouTube channel, but he absolutely puts 
us, but certainly you two, to shame with the amount of games he plays and how yeah. quickly he gets through them. I, I, this I, is I, true. I'm, I'm this quite, is true. When I play something, I'm quite focused on getting it done. I'm a, I'm a bit of a completionist, a bit, a bit obsessive about getting things finished. Because I, because I think for me, the story tends to be more important than the gameplay mechanics. So I want to see yeah, out the story. Right, yeah. Like If it's great gameplay, then fantastic. If it looks great, then great. But for me, yeah, it's all about the story. So I want to, I want to get these games see, done. Uh, I'd, I'd say that I was the same, but I, I'm just not like I'd like to. I just don't can't find the time to like uh, dedicate to stuff. Although you know, having said that, I have finished a game this <gasps> week. Like I said, nice. I, like I said, I would. I don't think yeah. I know what this is. Do I know what this is? Yes, of course you do. Hmm. Yeah, That's it's Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, How did you not finish that by I this time last week? It last week? No, I said I finished it. Yeah, but no, what I'm saying on the podcast last week, had you not finished it? Uh, I could have sworn you no, had. I, no, I think I had like, I was on the last, I was, oh, I might have, I don't know. Uh, right, I, I thought you'd finished it last week as well. I knew you'd finished it, but I thought you'd yeah. talked about it last week. My bad. No, I think I, I think I hadn't finished it yet. I, I right. wanted to, and I think I was like two boss fights away. Oh, right. okay, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, oh, actually that makes sense because then we joked about boss fights and the fact of... Um, uh, right, Sekiro and saying oh, oh, you God, love boss yeah. fights I do love boss fights I know someone else who finished yes. that game too yeah, uh, yeah put, your hand, um, put your hand up if you finished uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake hey! no. no for people <laughs> listening to the audio version of the podcast Chris and I put our hands up <laughs> <laughs> just there <laughs> yeah, yeah um, fair enough you did uh, we yeah. so Jamie we, we said that we're going to wait for both of us to finish it and then we would do a spoiler cast we're not going to do it in this uh, podcast itself uh, but mm. i think we will probably do it for patrons at some point maybe within a week oh uh, yeah i should imagine so you get a yeah. strike while the iron is hot right yeah. there's some there's some spicy things to talk about there uh but yeah do you want to give us like a a brief thoughts on, yeah, on the game I, I, it was all a little bit overwhelming and emotional for me because i basically <laughs> i've been playing this game i got this game day one and yeah. i put maybe like 15 to 20 hours into it up until earlier this week to give you an idea of just how slowly I was playing this game. And when you finished it and I knew we had to do some stuff for the podcast, I was like, yeah. right, I'm just going to, it's time to nut up or shut up and just get this bitch done. So I actually, I'm a bit of a nerd, I know, but I looked at the <laughs> trophies to get the kind of the data for how quickly I played through the final third to the final half of that game. Yeah, I did... Chapter-wise, in two days, what Chris you did in I think nineteen, to give you an wow. idea of um, oh. just how much I caned it. Mm. I think yes, not yesterday, but the day before, I played it for about eight hours in one day, just thinking, just wow. keep going, keep mm. going, keep going, keep pushing. Oh man, and I have to have eight it. hours free in a day, that would be. I mean, well, it was one of those things if where I, I can organize it in such a way swap where swap lives. <laughs> If I could swap lives with Jamie for a week, okay. I reckon I could finish you know every game fuck, I have. Fuck you both. I'm going to stand up for myself here because I'm going to say, do you know that I'm job? I'm not slagging you, you off. know the job, the thing that I have I'm and not. you two don't? I actually did my work early enough to give myself the time to do eight hours of gaming a day. What you two do with your days, I don't know. Wanking uh, and sitting around, apparently. Well, yeah, it's a full-time job, dude. Come on. Dun, dun, dun. So, Unfortunately, you know I, I have a job, but it's working for myself and it's not very lucrative. <laughs> but, you know, I know your job pays real money, but that's a bit different. But, yeah. I've got no, to move how I'm sitting. This it, is really it's, it's, not something, it's something I wish I could have done prior to that day and 
just get this fucking thing over and done with sooner. But um, no, I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad I got there. And um, yeah, yeah what I mean, Jamie, interesting Jamie, game. from from not being able to play more than an hour at a time. Did you was the? Did you just resign yourself to eight hours? You were like, this is, I'm going to do it regardless of what happens now. Yeah, exactly. Because I think I'd been telling people. Everyone kept asking, like, how, how are you finding it? Where are you? And my answer was always like, every time I sit down to play that game, I put an hour into it, and something makes me want to stop. Mm. I've been quite outspoken about the things I don't like about that game, and there are many of those things. So this was just one of those things where, you know, when you just have to push through the pain barrier, kind of like a long <laughs> yeah. distance runner when they kind of they get that internal voice that says just keep going. My one does that for Final Fantasy VII Remake. And, Identical. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, I, so really what it tells me, if anything, is that I could be a professional athlete mm. and uh, or a master of just about any craft cool. that I've chosen to focus specifically. Is that why you shaved your hair to be more streamlined? The next yeah. Mofara. 100%. Yeah, well, you're not the first person to say that. The Jane yeah. bot is, uh, is going to take over the world. <laughs> sure. um, right, uh, yeah. But yeah, okay, so the game, right? Like... Uh, I think, funnily enough, I think even though we're coming from different backgrounds of having experienced the game, uh, yeah. we've pretty much settled on a very similar trail of thought on it. In right? that it's agonizing and excruciating, but still kind of okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have gone that hard, but yeah. I, th I think the, the broader strokes are more where we're kind of in agreement. Um, yeah. It's it's a flawed game. It's a shame. It really is a shame. Uh, especially, I, I think you said it. Your biggest gripe, and, and I'm right there with you, is is the issue of pacing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it can be glacial at times, and it's a bit of a shame. Uh, one of one of the um, uh, bits that intrigued me, you guys was um, I was yeah. privy to the WhatsApp conversation. <laughs> you guys had sixty missed messages where you were just discussing <laughs> FF seven, and one of the bits that I read, and I was like, it, like literally, do you mean this literally? Was that Jamie saying that he opted to go up an ele elevator or a lift oh, and right. fight enemies? Yeah. And Chris said it's a good thing you did that because you could go up the stairs, but you literally have to climb fifty four flights of stairs. And I was like, but surely not really yeah like, that's a, no really and and i think that's like, the um that that's a <laughs> that's a uh a throwback to the old game because the old game did that as well uh but i it, it just it felt like a, a whole kind of like it's a troll right it's like hey if you want to take the stairs you're an idiot why would you why would you want to take the stairs, stairs? So you're gonna fucking take the stairs and you're gonna climb up like 59 flights of stairs now um, How long does that take? Like in real time, does that it, actually take? It's 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 you know what? It's longer than you want it to be. Let's just put it that way. In, in the old game, halfway through, you'd get uh, like an elixir potion, which are quite rare. Uh, but in this game, it was removed. Um, yeah. It, it, <laughs> so there's no reason yeah, to do it. Well, you'll get some dialogue options. So for the like the diehards who want to go back. Because once you finish the game, you can go back to any chapter. You can go back to that chapter and you can walk up the stairs to have the dialogue options if you want. But yeah, there's, there's no real point. Uh, there's some cool stuff in the game. Like it does a lot of cool stuff. It, it innovates in a couple of areas as well. Um, the story of Final Fantasy is always, or Final Fantasy VII in particular, is always great. But I, I feel in this like episodic way, they've kind of butchered it a bit because... You, you, let me put it this way, right? Final Fantasy VII, the original, uh, Midgar City, which is the remake, takes place just in Midgar City. That takes about one-fifth of the entire game. Right. Right? So you're saying, hey, this is a new game. We've fleshed everything out. It's like, yeah, sure. But your character arcs are, you're fleshing them out more than they were, but you're not getting like any 
development or fulfillment from them because, hey, guess what? You, you're only one-fifth of the way through the story. It doesn't really make right. much sense. Then they did this kind of weird thing at the end. I don't want to go into it because it, it is spoilers. Um, but they basically changed the ending in quite a dramatic way to kind of say, hey, all bets are off. Anything is possible going forward. In it, it, it's, a, it's a good idea, but I think the execution was kind of poor. And especially like talking to Jamie, I was saying when I was playing the game, I was looking at it from two, two aspects. One of someone who's played the game before and also trying to think of it like, if I had never played the original, how would I feel about this? As I was going through each chapter, uh, especially thinking of Jamie and his suffering. <laughs> um, and it, it kind of, it, it's not friendly for new players. I'll, I'll just say that much because there are some shit going on where nothing is explained and you'd only know it if you've played the original game. Yeah, the, the the word I used, I think, at the time, and it might sound overdramatic, but I do kind of believe it to a certain extent, is betrayal. Um, <laughs> this is a game that asks you to to take the time and have the patience to stick with what is very clearly five to six hours of a game stretched out to 25 to 30 hours of a game. And I do wholeheartedly believe that this game was unnecessarily stretched out and is yeah. full of padding, <clears throat> full of padding. Yeah. Um, and... You know, it warrants it in some respects, and I do feel like I got to know certain characters. And for a long, for a long time, I was very involved in the intrigue because it sets up a lot of questions, and um, and there are kind of unanswered elements of the plot. But the ending, yeah, was a, ultimately a betrayal because it doesn't answer the questions that you want answered as someone who's not familiar with the original game, yeah. and. It, and the answers Is, it theoretically does give you mean nothing to you mean nothing it, to you is it justifiable in the sense that that it is supposed to be an episodic well game? It, it, or it, it would it, be or justifiable it, that, if this was episodic in the way telltale games are episodic yeah right if, that's if, what this, if ask, this ended yeah. with a teaser trailer saying part two is available in two months or i guess in right. telltale scale six months that's yeah. fine <laughs> yeah. but this is square fucking okay. enix who spent 10, 10 million years making this game in the first place like, when is the next one going to be? And yeah. how much of it will that answer? Because I'll be yeah. honest, if that's the next six hours of this yeah. is like some 10-part series, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, you've, they, they, lost they can't me. do that. I, I think that... It feels episodic like Star Wars Episode One. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> yeah. just not what I mean. I think they said that they, went, they were currently looking at it as a trilogy. But again, it's right. like, how I don't know how they manage it. But I agree with you, Jamie. Like, the padding was way too much. Not to say that they didn't need to flesh some stuff up, but it didn't need to be... So it's a 40-hour game by all accounts, right? It doesn't need to be. It could have been mm. like a 25-hour game and, and yeah. been less and be better for it. I mean, there's an interesting point you said. You said that it wasn't um, friendly to new players. Do you reckon no, that's because of the length and the padding or the fact that it doesn't really make sense? And on that point, was the first original yeah. Final, Final Fantasy VII, uh, was that friendly to new players? And was it friendly because it made sense or because it was short? Well... No, it's not. So the original was not a short game. How long was it? It's like like sixty hours. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, but but well, like I said, like what they've done here is they've taken the first one fifth of that game. Yeah, and the, the bit in the city right? game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, don't get me wrong. Like it, it's friendly to newcomers in terms of its systems and uh, the gameplay and the mechanics and what have you. It's not friendly in terms of story because what happens is any resolution that you're looking for, like so, fuck it, man. Some of the resolution that you're looking for, Jamie comes like shortly after what you've just played in the yeah. main narrative. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's hard to get into specifics, but what you've got to imagine is they're remaking a game 
and they are generally speaking making it fairly accessible like they're yeah. introducing characters as though it's your first time meeting them you know that and where there are characters that you don't have any presumptions about and you don't know the backstories you don't know their origins and their motives they are made to out to look like a mystery they're made to you're not meant to know yeah. who Sephiroth is or what he wants to do and that's fine um where that all falls apart is in the ending where in my opinion to buy into the ending that they've presented and to understand it and everything it's trying to communicate you need to have a an existing knowledge of a very specific element of the original game mm. and as someone who didn't uh, it was very hard to know what they were alluding to and it was an, yeah. it felt like an unfair cliffhanger to be left on to for potentially I, I years I think you said it, Jamie, didn't you? It's like you still weren't sure of who Sephiroth was or who Genova was. Right, like, yeah, there are straight-up questions that just haven't been answered. Yeah. And I guess I thought- because they they hadn't been answered yet at this point in the original. But again, if you're going to turn five hours into 30 and put these games years apart, I think you need to address that. Yeah. Can I, can I ask, uh, maybe this is going too far, but do you think that this game or trilogy is effectively... Um, pandering to and squeezing the original fans of the original um are they, li- no, are they literally no. remaking a game no. to do that no, no. there's too no? there's too much new stuff there's too much craft there are too many cool and interesting ideas and also the other it's, element it's not a cash grab I'll t- I'll, yeah. yeah right and the other element that, well, that no, Chris not, touched not, not on, cash grab but no but the, you know how we talk about the fact that you know how we talk about nowadays that um, with remakes and re- remasters and all sorts of things is effectively they know they've got a captive audience that they already have going into it. I was just wondering if is it, it are they being a little bit more cynical than that and that they're basically saying no, and no. no I, okay, I, fair, I, fair I, I, don't, I even for everything I've got to say that's not good about this game. I personally like cynicism isn't what comes to mind. Yeah, when I when I think about this game's shortcomings. I'm kind of psyched for the spoiler cast. I must admit, I'm never going to play the game, so I'm like, I'm going to be there. We're listening, and it'll be the first time I can I can watch a Patreon video, and I'll be like, <laughs> oh. "This is so exciting!" I've, I don't know what it's it, all it's, about. It's going to so. be spicy. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Uh, well, good. Jamie, any, anything else that you've been playing or doing? Uh, yeah, God. Other than uh, finishing off my adventures in Midgar, it's really been an <laughs> open world crime shenanigan flavored week for ah, me. Ah, yeah. Um, I'll give a quick shout out to. The now seven-year-old game GTA V, which I picked up on PC because it was free on the Epic Game Store. Um, at the time of recording, I think it's still free. But if you're listening to this, then it probably isn't anymore. So hopefully you picked it up or already own it. I just quickly wanted to say that I think that that game, running on a PC at uh, ultra settings or whatever, all that kind of jazz and a high frame rate, that does that game a lot of favors and it holds up remarkably well. I had to play the first half an hour of the game to kind of get through the earlier stages and the missions you can't skip. And I was like, wow, this looks nice and yeah. feels nice. And this city feels kind of living and breathing in a way that still very few open worlds kind of have <laughs> in the last seven years. So I guess... A, a, Jamie, dude, yeah. Yeah, you, you, gotta, you can get on the mods now as well. Like you're on PC. I can, yeah. So can That's kind of like part the, of the reason I downloaded it, yeah. Yeah, the mm-hmm. ultra-realism mod, all of that shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, I must admit, I I was tempted to do a, a live stream um, of GTA Five online purely because, like, so Jamie was saying the other week about the fact it was going free. So I down, I got it on Epic Store. I haven't actually um, played it yet. But if you play it, you also get a million dollars in the online ca- for yeah. the casino. 
Oh, um, the casino again. <laughs> yes. So I was like, amazing. I think I need to play, but you need to play it in order to get it. So you play the yeah. game, um, you have a session, and then they send you the cash because they don't, obviously, they just give it out. Um, and I thought that might be a quite a fun live stream to revisit, obviously, ATG when Jamie and I did the uh, trying to spend a million dollars in the casino. That was you're a good re- You're reopening the good. High Rollers Club, Jonesy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> That was a good stream. You'll yeah. have to come on with me. We'll have to do a little uh, co-op. Uh, what day is it? I think I'm busy, actually. I have no yeah. idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm busy. Yeah, yeah sorry. I'm, You'd I'm, love it. What are you talking I'm about? I'm waxing my barber that day, so. Yeah, I've got to play eight hours of Final Fantasy again. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to walk up the stairs. Um, I want to replay those stairs. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but really quickly, I will just say the other thing I've been playing uh, is the Mafia Trilogy, or at least yes. the components of the Mafia Trilogy that are available at the moment. <laughs> Um, which so, uh, pretty, so yeah. mainly Mafia Two, right? Yeah, basically. So what happened was they have announced the Mafia trilogy. Mafia Two and Mafia Three Definitive Editions are now out already. Yeah, I guess out in quotation marks. Maybe in the case of one of those two games, <laughs> and uh, a remake of Mafia One is scheduled for late August, uh, and that will complete the trilogy. Um, Very cool. Yeah, I've got to be so, honest. Yeah. Um, I'm only making this declaration because uh, I've had people ask me on the Discord whether or not I'd recommend this game. And my answer is, at the moment... being Mafia 2? Mainly Mafia 2 I'm talking about here. And yeah, Yeah. my answer is, at the moment, that I can't, in good faith, recommend it right now. Oh, Um, oh, wow. That's maybe not what you expected to hear. I've got to clarify that... Mafia it's 2 is like still, one of your favorite games. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Mafia 2 is still Mafia 2. That story is still that story. The fundamentals are still very much the same. Um... I just think that there's this is not a particularly well done remaster at the moment. Um, I have played, I think I played about half an hour before I decided to stop and wait for a patch. I wow. had wow. constant issues. audio issues yeah. <clears throat> every cutscene. Um, I don't know if they got the channels mixed up, but I was getting dialogue only coming out of one channel, which for headphones meant I was getting dialogue in one oh, ear. Right. That was okay. doing my nutting. The frame rate was really unstable. I was getting pretty constant hitching. There were other bugs, uh, physics issues. I was getting weird issues with uh, light and kind of like lighting, like being indoors in an indoor environment and light, like it was like floodlights were on six feet in front of me. Um, and I kind of got to the point where I was like, do you know what? I I, wait for I, don't, I don't need... Yeah, I, I didn't wait 10 years to replay Mafia 2 like this, so I'm just going to wait until it's better. Right, um, such a shame, man. Such a shame. And I, yeah, that, that is a shame. Um, and again, I've got to stress that Mafia 2 fundamentally is still the same game, and I think the job they've done of remastering is fine. It's a very... It's an up res, you know? It's a yeah, game yeah. that has been slightly improved in terms of the resolution and maybe slight tweaks to lighting and stuff, and stuff like that, but it's not dramatic. Yeah, so it's a um, remaster, not a remake. Exactly. It's very a, much a remaster a in the kind of the... Yeah, well, <laughs> it, very much that kind of in the 2014 vein of things where yeah. games just came out at high resolution. HD. But I... Yeah, yeah, right. Do you, do you ever play it, Martin? Mafia 2. Any of the Mafia games? I played, Maf- yeah. I played Mafia 2 for like... Three or four hours, I'd say, um, and then then fell off. But um, I wouldn't mind going back to it. But, but yeah, I'm not rushing out to go and get that. It wasn't a game that I was crazy yeah. about at the time. So, but um, yeah. I do like the setting. Yeah, setting's cool. And right. of course, the, the, that stuff's all intact, I guess. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and I can also just say I launched Mafia Three because Mafia Three. I was very confused with the whole situation. They've released something called Mafia Three Definitive Edition, except. It's not really a release. It's basically a rebranding of Mafia 3. 
Um, okay. And that's why it's not that controversial. If you own Mafia 3, then you own Mafia 3 Definitive Edition. But oh, they right, haven't okay. done anything. So I don't know why it's called Definitive Edition. <laughs> that's literally well, a Definitive Edition is usually like all the DLC and stuff, right? Right, but it yeah, doesn't. Normally, but, yeah. So they made the DLC free. But it doesn't include the DLC. You still have to go and find it in the store and download it. And there's a weird, there's a weird thing where in the EU what? version of the PlayStation Store, one of the DLCs hasn't even been made free yet. It's the DLC <laughs> called Faster Baby is still like twelve pounds. So I don't know. It seems rushed. And the whole thing seems rushed. Right. There are also it really re- does. There are also reports that the 1.10 patch, which was the patch that came out alongside the definitive. Oh, oh my god! There it is. Definitive <laughs> edition um, has busted the game, especially on Xbox One X. A lot of wow. people are saying that it seems to have undone the Xbox One X improvements oh, and maybe oh, running at a lower resolution. And um, and also, Mafia Three is still just a fundamentally muddy, murky, ugly game that I don't think is particularly good. So, basically, picking up on what Martin's saying, considering. The interesting part of this package, the remake of Matthew One, is not out for three more fucking months. Why did this? Why did they do this? Why yeah, did why didn't they out? just wait? And so like, strange. I don't know. I feel like we got sent codes for this. Like Two K gave us this, and I. But I, I've got to call them out on it. Like, why did they do it? I don't get it. I found it really odd when you guys were saying the other day about the fact that Mafia 2 was the only one that had actually sort of come out yet, I think, when you were talking about the time. Yeah. And then it's like, well, hold on, but if you're going to release a trilogy, then I, I kind of want to play it 1, 2, 3, which yeah. would make sense well, to yeah, me yeah. if I was going to play the whole trilogy. It's, it's even weirder, um, Jonesy, because you can, you can, or you'll be able to buy the game separately, or you can buy them as a trilogy. Uh, yeah, which I didn't get either. So because I've got Mafia Three, so obviously if I go on now, I'm going to be able to get the DLC for free, even though I don't have the definitive edition. I'm going to be able to play that game with a janky patch, which <laughs> but it won't affect me for sure. Because I suppose if it's an Xbox, yeah, Xbox yeah. issues. It's all but I don't. I'm not yeah. going to jump. I'm not going to jump onto two, obviously. But then one is the one I really want to play, the remake. But I have to wait three months to play it, so yeah. I'm not going to go play three now. Yeah, it's, it's a very it strange is. situation. I, look, yeah. I, I want a package. Obviously, there's there's some them. kind of a reason behind it, but yeah, it makes no fucking sense to me. Anyway, know. Corona money grab. That is the. I'm going to keep saying of every game, Corona money grab. It seems, it seems like a strange misfire to release two thirds of a trilogy at a point when neither third of that trilogy seems to actually be ready for consumption. Um, yeah. Try, yeah. I'm trying to be reasonable here. There are obviously still reasons to play both Mafia 2 and 3. Plenty of people are enjoying them right now, I'm sure. But yeah, it, I, I'm really kind of confused <laughs> by this whole situation. I'll be honest. Right. Well, from from one gate, well, like we're talking about... Um, uh, Mafia Come 3. on, Chris, where's your segue skills, bruv? You can't. <laughs> I'm getting there. One more time, with conviction. Okay, well, from Mafia 3's update breaking the game to another update that's potentially broken a game. Hey, how about that one? Hey! I like it, that was very so, good. Doom Eternal, all right? Great game has uh, been patched, been uh, tinkered with, as you will, and uh, people have found out that what's happened is it has... Uh, included Denuvo anti-cheat software into the game, uh, which uh, people have been reporting that the game has been kind of broken and having massive performance issues. Uh, And they speculated that it may be because of the Denuvo anti-cheat stuff into it. So this patch was released in May. Uh, But 
so obviously any kind of anti-cheat software is going to be a bit in, intrusive and it can cause performance issues. But Marty Stratton, what, what is he, like the uh, executive producer on, on I never remember what the difference between Marty and Hugo is I think Hugo's yeah. creative director and yes, Marty yeah. might be producer or something like that I don't know or executive producer whatever it is but Marty Come Stratton out. the big the big dog uh, explained that uh, they they did it because they really wanted to like they weren't forced to add it by Bethesda they chose to add it because they were having a cheating problem in their uh, what was it battle mode or whatever it's called yeah um, and then they also had some other stuff coming in with the patches where they tried to tinker with some VRAM stuff, blah, 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 technical mumbo jumbo, and it caused the game to break for a lot of players. So they have uh, they've committed to releasing another patch that's going to remove the Denuva anti-cheat, and they will try and reevaluate what they can do to fix the anti-cheating problem. But, uh, you know, fair play to Marty Stratton. He's been very kind of like transparent with a lot of the issues going on with Doom Eternal, such as the... Uh, the Mick Gordon controversy, and now this. So Marty Stratton, again, stated it wasn't Bethesda that did it. It's not the Denuvo that's causing the performance uh, problems, but the patch that is upcoming will f- hopefully fix everything. So, okay. yeah, fair enough. I, lo- I love the irony behind this story for, for me personally, <laughs> because Doom is the game, or Doom 2 was the game that kind of introduced me to cheats in the first place. And like, God mode, no clipping, all weapons, all ammo. Like, and the fact that they've got an issue with cheating. And yeah. in the game, baked in are, you can find cheats in the game to, <laughs> so you yeah. can play. It's just kind of yeah, well, there was, there was, you'd, you'd never argue that cheats should be allowed in competitive multiplayer scenarios, would yeah. you? Oh god, no, 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 no. It's just it's just like a no. fun irony. Yeah, to, uh, I mean, is, sure, is there yeah. a massive community for the Doom multiplayer? I don't even because I, 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 really, I, really, I don't have the game, so. but when you guys were playing it, there was there was never any mention of oh, well, let's play this online or let's play with other people. Yeah. So it's very much yeah. let's do the campaign. I, I haven't touched the online. I think it's more novelty than anything okay. else, Martin. I, I don't think people are that interested. I mean, we may be wrong. We may be wrong. Um, but no, it was quite no. a fun. Le- uh, is an interview that um, people can check out with um, Joe Rogan uh, and I, I can't remember who was, which, who was it was it that Marty Tratton that he was no that was to? Hugo that was Hugo so they were talking about the game and they and specifically Joe Rogan kept bringing up the online and the multiplayer and how he you know and how that works okay. and is there a 1v1 mode and he was like well no there's a 2v1 mode and you know you get two sl- two demons versus the slayer and blah, blah and it was kind of a w- they kept doing the thing that a lot of um a lot of people do when they make games is they say, "Oh no, our online, our multiplayer is so much better because it's different. Because <laughs> it's different, and it's like this." And everything he said, I was like, "It sounds shit." <laughs> so I even, Joe Rogan, I've got the game and he I haven't even played Steve, it yet. Uh, he likes Quake. He's oh, Quake. Quake. He okay. talks about Quake. He's a Quake dude. But, um, yeah, but he, uh, so that's why I think he was getting a little bit like it should be more like Quake. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did, did you? Hugo was like having none of it. Did but. you guys see that? Um, Ah, uh, good old Joe Rogan. It's not going to be on on YouTube any longer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, yes, he's signed following with, the money. So yeah, signed with Spotify. How, how much was that deal worth? Hundred million dollars, wasn't it? Hundred million, yeah. Hundred. That's million. that's kind of one of that's that amount of money. I think it's a reminds me of the situation when there were some high profile movements in the video game streamer scene, and you had yeah, people like yeah. Ninja and Shroud moving to Mixer and stuff like that. It's got to be that the amount of money on offer past that threshold where. You don't actually care what happens to your product afterwards in terms of how popular it is. Like your numbers oh, yeah. after the move don't right, matter yeah. because the amount of money the company's putting up is so significant that that's all you need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like yes. when, when was the last time you heard anything about Ninja? 
Right, eh, exactly. Wrong, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, the like only time win- I see Ninja now is when Ninja's playing with people who I'm watching on Twitch. I mean, Spotify, <laughs> Spotify is massive, and they've they've gone wholeheartedly into podcasts, haven't they? It's like yeah, they dive yeah. right in, right in there. Um, I imagine that they're basing this not necessarily off Joe Rogan and his properties, but if you get that audience across, and then they know that there's kind of a whole ecosystem of podcasts over there it'll become their new people's new hub oh, for yeah. listening yeah, exactly. that is, yeah. that's the, what the, yeah. the number one podcast in the world and saying you can only listen to it on Spotify like, yeah. but, they, but, they're, but they're expecting people to then go okay well I'll listen to the other half a dozen dozen podcasts that I listen to now on Spotify right yeah, yeah as, yeah. as uh, in, you're absolutely right. So I listen. I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. It's the, maybe the one podcast I listen to. Like very, like you know, everyone that comes out, I try and listen to it. Unless it's someone that I'm not interested in listening to. If they move me to Spotify, I would then definitely pick up the Just Interesting podcast on Spotify because no, I'm already on Spotify. <laughs> There you go. Hold but on, hold on, hold on. Happen. So you're not listening to the just interesting podcast on Spotify oh, now? Wow. I listen to it on I listen to it on um, YouTube and iTunes ah, and whatever okay. else. Right? I watch, okay, I see how yeah, it is. It's, it's available in, in a whole different number of formats. <laughs> no, I, I look, put it on YouTube because then I get to see uh, their beautiful faces as well. Oh. So there, there's a, <laughs> there's a hint in case you're listening to this. But no, but I'm not going to go to Spotify to get Joe Rogan because I just can't be bar- I can't be bothered. It's just yeah. like. A, I'm, I'll tell you what I do with Rogan is I'll watch him on YouTube instead, like at the moment, mm-hmm. until I, until such time as, but that, until so, but unless that is part of the deal is that he can't put it onto YouTube, um, and you know there's a massive time delay, like a you few can't, weeks you, or something. But podcasts are part of the uh, the thing about podcasts is they're an audio thing for a yeah. lot of people. You can't listen to just the audio on YouTube unless you have YouTube Premium, right? No, but what you can do is what I often do is I just push play on the video and stick my phone in my pocket, and it makes no difference. Yeah. Just unlocked with the screen on. In yeah, your I do that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wow. Yeah. I think the thing I really like about Spotify, and I have actually converted in a lot of cases to listening to podcasts on Spotify, is because because uh, it's ubiquitous in a way that YouTube isn't. I, I have Spotify on my phone. I have Spotify on my PC, both PCs, obviously, and now I obviously have Spotify exactly, Chris, on my PlayStation, which is something that nothing else, no one else can say. So the idea that, and Spotify is, when it's working right, is pretty smart about devices and where you're signed in and where you're playing stuff. The idea that I'm on my computer, hit pause, go and sit over on the PlayStation, hold down the PlayStation button and press play and it picks up where it left off. It's just too convenient to, 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 you know, to turn my back Mm. on it at this stage. Mm. It's true. You can be doing other things at the same time. So, Hundred percent. Yeah. On the device, even it can play. I li- yeah. It's weird because I just don't because I just don't use Spotify, and because I don't listen to things like the, the way you do. Maybe Jamie, mm. I suppose I'm one of those people that they're trying to move over. I don't know how they can move me over. Then for me, it's just laziness. It's like downloading the app because I've got a Spotify account, but I never use it. So it's like downloading the app, installing it, and then remembering my password. It's just oh, those three things I that don't I need know. to do. I, th- I can understand why there's a little bit <laughs> of laziness, laziness that affects kind of that signing up and, and getting yourself stuck into a process. But for me, it's actually at the point where, for music especially, anything other than Spotify is inconvenient. Because if I'm on YouTube, I'm like, what do I want to listen to? Search for it. You know, what am I going to watch the music video or this lyric video? Or is it even here? And Spotify, because you obviously are creating playlists over the course of years, but also Spotify is quite good at tracking what you've listened to in the past and creating uh playlist for you like any other thing any other way of listening to music other than spotify at this time in my life is inconvenient spotify are literally <laughs> right. just open and it, what i want to listen to is right there for some reason Those See, daily it's, mixes. It's, a, it's an 
Yeah, yeah it's, exactly. it's, it's another perk that you've got not having kids, Jamie, because my Spotify recommendation list oh. is full of like fucking oh. yep. the wheels on the bus. <laughs> you know, like the Gruffalo soundtrack. Yeah, the Wiggles yeah. for me. Actually, I did, of course, all three of you. Yeah, your YouTube recommend recommendations must be fucked as well. It's just Baby Shark yeah. in everything. No, 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 because we have YouTube kids. That is what they use. They're not allowed to use my YouTube. But so it's funny you say about music because, like, and again, it's purely for having kids. Is we've got two Amazon Echoes. So what we do, like, in different rooms, and what and the kid and my four year old can use it. So everything I use for that is Amazon Music because he can just say. Uh, play this, and then she does. You have yeah, that as well, so I Chris, don't right? Touch. Uh, that is a, a Google speaker, and I've got two more throughout my house. Google. But that's connected to right. that's connected. Hey, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which one's that, Martin? Amazon. That's the Amazon uh, Echo, yeah, the original one. Yeah. Interesting. The man who uh, is part of a arguably conspiracy focused oh. podcast. Oh. Mate, has an, <laughs> I've never ever bought one, but I've got two in the house. <laughs> they've, been, they've been donated. <laughs> they are. They are kind of the the, just the gifts to accumulate, right? Yeah. Like, like I said, I've got I've got one of these bad boys, and I've got two small ones. I haven't bought any of them. No, you, but, you go on Amazon from October onwards, and it's like, how about giving you your loved one an Alexa for one ninety nine? That's it. Like, well, sure. Yeah. Well, so, See, even in my car, like I can play Amazon Music through Alexa. So, yeah. so it's so easy yeah. with kids. You just like tap the button and go, "Hey, play this." Yeah, and she exactly. does. With Spotify, I'm, as far as I'm aware, doesn't have that functionality Martin, yet. Is, or maybe is, your, is your Alexa on at the moment? No. On purpose. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he smashed it. He's cut the plug That's off. That's the thing though, Jason. You can say to your Alexa or whatever to play something on Spotify. Yeah. Oh, yeah. can you? Yeah, totally. Hence, oh, I, I use yeah. it with, um, I've just always had it, uh, Amazon Music. My, my mind's connected primarily to Spotify. So if I say play a song, it automatically ah, does it on right. Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Whereas mine, yeah, automatically yeah, links yeah, to yeah. Amazon Music. Interesting. Yeah. All right, how about, how about we move on to the, the, the big boy, the reason why everyone is here only uh, an hour <laughs> into the podcast, but there we go. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, there was a Sony PlayStation State of Play last week, Thursday, um, and they showed off about 19 minutes of gameplay, like nonstop gameplay, and it was pretty cool to see because up until that point, we weren't really sure what to expect from this game. Obviously, it looked cool, you play as a fucking ninja samurai dude, and it was from the devs of Infamous. But mm. you know, besides that, like, how did it work? This, that, the other uh, question marks. But they showed off. Can, um, before we start talking about this, can I give a shout out to obviously Jamie, mm. but also to a couple of our patrons who um, we did a voice chat as we were watching ah. it live, the state of play. So uh, who was it? Phoenix was there. Peasewood was there. I can't remember who else was there, Jamie. Um, Molly would have been there, probably Cameron. Um, yeah. Mickey J showed a, up for that call at one point, Scary Omen. You, you guys uh, chatted for a bit afterwards as well, didn't you? Um, and I had to shoot off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so uh, we all jumped on the voice chat on Discord and we um, we chatted whilst we watched it, which was so very cool. So thank you for those guys. That is the perks of supporting all-time... <laughs> well, not all-time gaming. That's the perks of supporting... <laughs> oh, he's, <laughs> done he's, done oh, he's done it. I told you, it's going to take a long time to get the ATG thinking out of my head because it was such a big part of my life for you know, oh, come on, don't get depressed about it. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna cry, bitch? Jesus Christ. It's a bit strong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> on, on the, <laughs> the fucking 19 minutes of gameplay, uh, we got to see a bunch of stuff, some stuff that I, I wasn't particularly sold on or i just had question marks around uh so it focused on exploration so 
you know, a, a big map, we were told. It's going to be a very big game and a very difficult game as well. Uh, but it started off in a kind of like, oh, yeah, there's, there's, no, there's no waypoints. There's no markers. You, you can open your map and you can say, look where you want to go and head in the direction. And they're using this system where you can, I mean, it's going to sound weird, but the only way I can describe it is you press a button to summon wind and the wind will show you where you need to go once you've selected a point on the map. But it's never mm. going to show you a marker. And I, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to, this is kind of an issue that I have with some games recently is they're trying to de-gamify games, right? And, and I'm for it to a certain extent. If you want to get rid of markers, that's fine. But from the looks of the trailer, you press a button and each time you press a button, the contextual menu, menu pops up, it selects the wind, and then this wind blows to show you where you need to go. Uh, for the first one or two times, I'm sure that's perfectly fine and acceptable. But what happens when you're playing this game and you're 20 hours deep? Are you going to want to be fucking bringing up a menu to select, hey, listen to the fucking wind each time that you want to go somewhere? I'm kind of with you. I, I had this immediate reaction, and but then Jamie pointed out to me, I think quite rightfully so, that if in the context of the game, I think it actually does work. Um, it is a little bit clunky, because I, if anyone didn't see it, um, it is kind of like, it's very obvious. It's like a big animated sort of like gust of wind flies past you and it's directional and it it shows you. It's a visual thing as well. Like you can see it, Um, but it it kind of fits in the aesthetic. It is, Mm. I do think that you're right, Chris, in that after 20 hours, it might feel a bit clunky. I just thought of an even better way they could have done it right then when you were talking. Like if you pulled out a handful of blossom and you threw it into the air and it blew in the direction you needed to go, it does do that. That does happen. Does he do that as well? Yeah, 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 you can do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then, like that, <laughs> love it. it fits with the context <laughs> I, of the game. I think should I be think game designer. <laughs> yeah. wow. Maybe I must have seen it, and then it was in my no, subconscious. Actually, you, you were eating your tea at the time. To be yeah. fair, I was, I was eating a steak and chips. Somewhere steak I missed it. I really, I really I like it. It, it does fit it, thematically. It works, and I imagine that they're not. They're going to. Um, they're going to make sure that it's not crazy repetitive, aren't they? Surely, as designers. Well, you hope so. You hope yeah, so. Yeah, hopefully. I, hopefully, I, I like the idea, and and I hope that I'm wrong that it gets in the way, and it's not intrusive because it's cool that they're taking this risk and i do hope that it pays off for them but at the same time by striving to be like this super authentic kind of thing like at the at at some point they've got to realize i'm here to play a game and it's not like i want fucking far cry markers and it telling me every 10 meters turn left you know like that's not necessary but mm. I just feel like it might be a little bit too esoteric. I mean, you're, you're, you're forgetting the I animals, Chris. The animals that can uh, and guide the animals. you. The animals, you know, <laughs> yeah. you can pet the fox and uh, take you to treasures. Exactly. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't gather it. Like, animals don't do the thing that wind does. Animals take you to places of interest. Was that yeah. right? Yeah. That's, the wind that is was... the thing that shows you where your waypoint is. Yeah, so you'd open, up a, you'd open up a map and you'd say, right. or, or rather you'd, you'd look at the vista and you'd say, okay, there's some smoke there. You'd open up the map. You're trying to approximate where that would be. You set a marker, or it's not a marker. Like, I love that. I just got to say, I do like that. Yeah, that, that's that's cool. That's cool. Uh, but I just hope it's not intrusive. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I don't see how the removal of guidelines and mechanics could be intrusive on, on surface level. And uh, you mentioned like the de-gamification of games. Yeah. I think... It stems from, it was a discussion we used to have quite a lot, uh, ironically, back in the ATG days, because I think uh, given enough time, we might have made a game changes about it. But it's interesting, you get kind of this buffer period in games, don't you, where 
they take long enough to make that a game will come out that kind of kind of shifts um the paradigm a little bit yeah. and in a few years later you'll see the games that were made in the shadow of that game and obviously what we're yeah. talking about here is breath of the wild and the idea yeah. of what happens if you create an open world game that doesn't tell you where to go and encourages you to find the places that you want to go next yeah. to yourself explore and, and discover of, yeah exactly guide yourself and you know we saw smaller implementations of that simpler implementations of that you could point to ubisoft franchises like assassin's creed and ghost recon that introduced, I can't remember what they called it, but basically like a non-guided exploration focus mode where rather than giving you a marker and telling you where to go, they give you clues as to where it would be on the map. So for example, head to an area near the coast that's got got a big lighthouse in it and you'll find this and it tries to do that kind of stuff. Didn't really work, but now we're seeing games that have been able to go through the majority of their development with that in mind and... I think it's int- I think it's interesting. Um, I agree that the idea of having to have a visual representation of wind that you follow. It, when I first saw that, I was like, "Oh, okay." But I feel like it, it, it's something. It being intrusive is is not the concern I have. It's more okay. just maybe whether intrusive or, it's more is whether the wrong... or not it becomes yeah over like boring almost. Yeah. Like, so maybe mm, intrusive is not yeah. the word. Maybe tedious is the word. Yeah. Like, do do you have to fucking hit the wind button 10 times a journey and stand still and go, where's the wind going this time? This way, there I go. Like, <laughs> if it's that, then that's where, yeah, right. it gets... You, you know what it reminded me of? That that mission in uh, The Last of Us where Ellie's on her own and she's hunting that fucking deer. Right. And you have in to... In winter, yeah. Yeah, and you've got to, like, track this deer. And it's like, oh, fuck, am I going to have to, like, track this wind? And ha- basically... I just hope... You follow the... F- oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, Sorry, I was going to uh, say, because in that, you follow the footprints, right? Yeah, so in this, is it yeah. like, oh, I need to go to this place. So let me press the wind button, and then it it blows the wind for a second, and then the wind dissipates, and then it's like, well, fuck. <laughs> you no, know? Quite frankly, they didn't I, show us enough for us to know yeah, if yeah. it's going I, to I know, be an know, issue, right? Yeah. Because yeah, I, I guess the idea is right. So, so if you if you're looking at like you say the vista and you can see the smoke and you go, I want to go there. If you then leave the top of that hill, you go down to the trees. You then get turned around because you get into a fight or whatever, and you've got no idea the direction you're going. I imagine the issue is, in reality, you'd have to get up somewhere high, find the place again because <laughs> yeah, then the yeah. map's pointless because you don't have a compass. You can't yeah. like orient in, yourself. In that with... instance, it makes perfect sense for sure. So you yeah. need something just to go, oh, by the way, it's that way. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know, oh, okay, yeah. it's in that rough direction. I, I guess, look, as, lo- as long as they... I can't remember the, the term for the... Jamie, you'll probably remember because you've used it quite a lot. But as long as there is enough things over a course of time, it's like, hey, enough discoverables in a one to two minute period then it should be fine, right? So we, were, we used to talk about it in, in relation to Breath of the Wild and uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Where from any point now, while you're playing the game, there needs to be like five points of interest in a five-minute... Right, yeah. Well, I can't remember what the terminology... No, I, I, for some reason, I can't remember what the, the terminology we were using yeah. for that is, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was where Steph Murphy then said, if he walked home, <laughs> like, he wouldn't talk to anyone. And we were like, great yeah. point. All right, anyway, look... They, love, you, love you, Steph, if you're listening. The, that the was wind great. was not the only thing they showed off. They did show off... Uh, they, to, be, to their... Um, to their... Uh, oh, I don't even know what the fucking word is. To their benefit? Credit? No. To their credit, there you go. Uh, they did show off a lot of stuff like uh, different styles of uh, combat. 
So there are like 1v1 duels where you can face off against opponents. Uh, you can also choose to play whether you're going to be as, you know, going through a mission as a samurai or a ghost. Um, so the samurai being a more traditional kind of like hands-on, I'm holding a sword, you're holding a sword, let's fucking go at it. And then ghost was more a case of, I guess the title of the game is Ghost of Tsushima, where you are a ninja and you're skulking around and you're stealth killing and assassinating people from the distance and, you know, drop a smoke bomb and fucking disappear. Um, was it just, I was chatting to... Yeah. Yeah, well, sorry, Mark. I was going to say, was it just me or did you think that some of that looked great and other parts looked really janky? Totally. 100%. 100%. Like there was a real, there's yeah. a massive difference between the parts that you thought, yes, this, is, this looks fluid and really, really intuitive and other bits. I was like, that looks like a PS2 fight scene. <laughs> you know, really, like, genuinely. Yeah. It's quite strange. But they just kind of like snap into place and yeah. yeah, just something about it was just a bit off. And you, you hope that it was just a case of that's the vertical slice that they created and it was created a while ago and mm-hmm. they've moved on from that point. But yeah, there was some jank to it. Some of it did look extremely fluid. Um, but go- going to the samurai versus ghost thing, I was telling Jamie about this. What I'm concerned about this is, it, it always reminds me of Skyrim, right? Skyrim, there were obviously numerous ways to play the game. You could be like a thief or an assassin. You could... Uh, carry a great big sword or you could be an archer chris you're wrong there's only one way to play skyrim and it is as <laughs> the sneaky archer yeah exactly it that, but that's what annoys me about it. it's like hey oh, right play- i just sorry i didn't realize i was stealing your point i was just trying to make a joke <laughs> no but that's what it was right like unless you were doing the sneaky archer you weren't really playing the game to its fullest whether they intended that or not like that's just how the exploits began you know it just that seemed to be the way that you had to play Skyrim, which was annoying for me because I always like to swing stuff around with a sword. But so from mm. from what I from what I of this uh, state of play, the thing that kind of it made me think of when they did the switch between the samurai and the sort of the more ninja thing, yeah. Because there were some elements of Assassin's Creed I got from when you were playing as the ghost, anyway. Um, in that you know how in the same in Assassin's Creed, um, you have multiple loadout slots, so you can have one slot where you're tooled up with everything to be a like fight in a specific way. Right. You can then have another loadout which is then kitted out to be more of a, an assassin class, and you can switch between those two things quite easily. Right, okay. In Odyssey. Um, I don't know if it was in um, but they, why can't I Why can't I remember that at all? <laughs> I don't know. Have I just written so Odyssey so out of my memory? Maybe you never used maybe. it, Jamie. In the, in the inventory. So you, you did have to buy it, to be fair. So you had up to, like, you had multiple... Um, um, so you know how you could change armor and one you can get like a thousand uh, plus uh, 20% assassin damage and then another bit of armor would be like plus 10 warrior damage and then you could have loadouts that were differed so you could have one set but you had to buy it it was like 5,000 gold or something ridiculous to unlock another slot but I it made me think that maybe what would happen is before you actually engaged in that one small area you could switch your loadout as easily as maybe you do in a game like Assassin's Creed to say I'm going to take on these dudes as an assassin as a yeah. ghost, and then if I then get into an altercation, I can switch to a samurai. Because mm. one thing I thought was, I don't want to get, and I know this would happen to me, I'd go into one of those encampments, try and assassinate a couple <laughs> of people, get spotted, and then literally have no good weapons to get yeah. into a full-on samurai yeah. fight, and then have to just leg from, it. From so, some um, of the screens where they were changing the armor quickly, you know, it showed it showed the, the ghost, and it showed him changing the different armors and colors and all that kind of thing. It seemed like that yeah. was the case, yeah. that there was literally just a menu that you could change up because yeah, there, was, exactly. there, was a, there was a scene where where the i don't know whether it was the ghost or the samurai is walking along and his armor and clothes change as he's walking right 
So that's kind of what I was hoping is that it's almost an on the fly, I, very I easy to change was, and swap. I thought sort of that was just something that they were did to show it off could rather be. than that's in the game. It, it could be, but um, yeah. yeah, but they showed anyway, I guess. So. Well, so so the devs have said that you can chop and change as you please, and they're not going to force you to play one way or the other. Um, but it's it's going to be such a fine balancing act, right? Because what if you only want to play Samurai, but then is that an underpowered way of playing the game? Hmm. You don't, you don't, you'd like to think they've accounted for as many different playstyles as possible, yeah. especially, you know, I feel like at this stage in the game, you don't go out on your big state of play, gameplay blowout, and show two very different approaches to the same combat scenario if they weren't both as viable as each other. Yeah. But then again... Uh, as Deus Ex fans will know, there have been plenty of times before where games have marketed themselves on their open-ended gameplay approaches only for, in reality, one approach to be feasible when yeah. it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. What, what well, I think was, the most, the, yeah, the most famous one coming up now is Cyberpunk, right? Is that they've literally said you can play that game without firing a bullet if you want to, or you can play it as right. like some tank who goes in and blows everyone's faces off. Like, But we all know that at the end of the day, some of those <laughs> options are not mm. going to be open to you. What, yeah, what exactly. springs to mind is uh, yeah. Dishonored. Did you play that game? Oh, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. You could, you could go yeah. in all guns blazing, but it, you won't survive very long. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. And, and, and it also stuffs you up later in the game. Yeah, Yeah. also Dishonored, um, I think we're thinking the same thing, Chris, had a system where like later levels would change based on... Mm-hmm how basically violent you'd been prior. Yeah, because you'd kill more people, which would spread that plague more, which means there'd be more rats and stuff. But yeah. then it also changed the right. ending because the the boat captain kind of uh, kind of betrays you at the end by alerting people to your presence. Yeah. So basically, if you were like a balls-to-the-wall guy and then you wanted to do the last mission as stealthy, he basically took that option away from you i quite liked it i thought it was cool he kind of flows up a, th- a flare and he goes you've killed so many people you know like here's your punishment you've killed so many people now they're going to know you're here so it kind of forced you into right. that direction mm-hmm. that you were playing the entire game anyway but i thought it was quite a nice solution um, yeah, it's interesting yeah no that makes sense yeah, yeah. but no i think i, I do I, i'm a, bit, a little bit worried i mean i think you're right it, it could be a case of going it's called Ghost of Tsushima, like uh, as someone said. Like it's not called Samurai of Tsushima. Yeah. So maybe I, I just you wonder, are supposed like, to play it like a ghost. Yeah, if if they if they never gave you the option of a samurai, like no no fucking problem. You're buying a ninja game, right? Sure. Yeah. You know. I guess so. Or if it's in the story where no no no, you start off as a samurai, which I think is what's going to happen, and then like the the Mongol hordes destroy your village, and so you turn into the ghost. Like that's fine as well. But by telling me that you can change, chop and change on the fly whenever you want, I don't know. It kind of gives me a bit of pause. Look, having said all of this, I know I'm sounding quite downer on the game. I fucking thought it was a phenomenal kind of showpiece. Uh, and I am seriously excited for this game. It looks like if, if they do the things that I'm concerned about right and everything else looks amazing as it does, I'm very hyped for this game. It's, it's pushed me, I, uh, you guys will know that before this, I was kind of like, I'm not sure if I want to get it. I'm not sure if it's my sort of thing. This definitely pushed me towards I'm going to get it. Yeah. Um, it, it. It shored up the things I was worried about. Um, I liked the ghost side of it, which is what originally got me excited, like the climbing around the rafters and things. Yeah. Adding some samurai stuff and making it look a bit like a few other games and things, it's just got me more excited for it. And there were no numbers coming out of heads, so I was happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So hey, to, even better mean, than that, you could press a button and fucking disembowel the dude. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah sure, let me yeah. break the illusion for you, Jonesy. 
Even though there are no numbers coming out of their heads, <laughs> there are still numbers coming out of their heads. You just can't, I can't see them. See them because that's how <laughs> that's fucking video counts. games work. Yeah. I don't know. That's for me, how the illusion works. For there, me, there, there was before and there is still after the state of play. Far more optimism than concern. There are obviously caveats of, as we've discussed, but yeah. no part of me is. Maybe I'm being naive, but no part of me part of me is particularly worried about. Ghost of Tsushima, I'm looking forward to it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't say that title, can I? I've turned into a... <laughs> there's, there's interesting That's why I just call it uh, Ghost of Asakira. The bloke, the bloke who was doing the um, presentation was like, Ghost of Shumasha. Tsushima. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, also, <laughs> shout out to Sony for keeping up their track record of only letting the most boring people Yo. in every division of every company <laughs> do voiceovers for games. It's so yeah. boring. The voice. Although oh, you know, some, some of it looked stunning though, didn't it? Like the um, when he looked out over the map and there was a part where he was in like a purple lavender field and it just looked incredible. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, it's oh, interesting. I, I really, sorry, Jamie, I really liked what they're doing with the kind of the film filter and all of that yeah. stuff, like the black and white mode, that being able to choose the, uh, you know, not that it's anything new, but Japanese or English uh, uh, dubbing. Yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah. It would have been- I, I was going to say- we, we were trying to guess- Sorry, Jeremy, go on. They're just almost piggybacking off what Chris said, uh, that that seems to be the the uh, the thing they're going for in total almost is this idea of it's not necessarily just about visual fidelity, but it's also just about that cinematic look. Yeah. Like everything's almost got like a slightly desaturated feel to it. The camera takes up interesting positions when you're running or, or uh, you're riding on horseback and things like that. Um I'm really, I'm really liking the look of it. You know that black and white we, mode. We were sort of saying, what's it going to be like? Are you going to pick? Uh, who, who, what are people going to pick? Are they going to go subtitles, or are you going to go like dub? That's going to oh, be the right. big decision yeah, when you start playing. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon you can change that, can't you? During the game, yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. can. Yeah, I think yeah. you change Obviously, it on the fly. The thing, you know, can I tell you what it's going to be? Is people are going to fuck around with that for like the first half hour and then just leave it on the standard? Yeah. It's like, it's like when you had yeah. a, it's like when you had a 3ds, right? And any game you got, you'd slide that 3D slider all the way up. And then about twenty minutes later, you're like, "Yeah, you know what? Fuck yeah. it." You know Maybe. the um, I don't know. You know the black and white mode they have. Yeah, yeah. What would make that cooler is if they still had the blood being red. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! That'd be wicked. Schindler's List it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or as, as known oh. in the industry, you just got to Schindlerify it. Yeah. Schindlerify it. <laughs> <laughs> or you could do I suppose they could do it with um, certain, like different colours in every scene so like if there's a whole lavender field you could have all the yeah. purple of the flowers stay purple that's that's well this is it right because idea. I remember before this one the, the big kind of uh, so-called <laughs> gameplay trailer <laughs> the, the big so-called gameplay trailer where it was like it was the one where you're talking about where you go in the rafters and you assassinate that or was it like a monk yeah. or something and then you stab the someone through a wall yeah yeah yes but at the end of that you were fighting the person who you were with, your companion, with mm. a, a sword fight on top of this like hill, and there was like all these autumnal colours and stuff. And I think that's really cool. And that that was such a striking visual thing for me. Yeah. That that yeah. If if you just have the black and white filter on all the time, like you'll you'll miss out on some of those really yeah. cool kind of aesthetics. Mm -hmm. I can see where they're going for right. it, though, all the kind of the Kurosawa old school yeah. samurai shit. I, like, I, I, I think can, it's cool. I, can... I definitely will fuck with that mode for sure. But I agree that like a lot of like I think the co the color the color is important. They've done they're doing interesting stuff with the palette and the scenes they're creating. Yeah, and I think I can't see myself playing black. It's and white, like personally. Did, did you guys ever watch that no. film Hero with Jet Li? Yes. Right. So that was fucking cool because each per each story that he was telling had a different like overarching color. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's... So trying to... Because that fit with that specific yeah, thing. So yeah, so like one where it's like, oh, there's a lot of red in this story and there's a lot of blue in that story. It was really fucking cool. Hero, Hero is the one where he's trying to get to the, the Emperor, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought I'd just What's all Jason no, that, Statham? <laughs> not Hero. Uh, oh, yeah. Transporter? The one where he... No, no, <laughs> the one with the multiple dimensions. Crank? Yeah, it's got... No, it's Jason Statham and Jet Li, I thought. And yeah, and it's and he's in multiple dimensions. The one is it the one? There you go. Much better, much better. Was, movie. was Jason Statham <laughs> in the one? He was. Yeah. yeah, he was the he was the cop partner guy, oh, wasn't he? Fuck man, I don't. I remember the one. No, it, that was that was cool. My one of my friends had. It was a, awful. Oh, I I liked it. The end when when he was on that that fucking planet or whatever that prison planet with yeah. all the other versions of himself. Oh, it was it's, so a, it's, a, it's the second best Jason Statham. Movie. <laughs> What's the first? Crank too high voltage. Crank too high. I knew you were going to say crank. Now crank. Crank is good. Very good. Yeah, but crank- no, H- Hero, if no one's seen Hero, like you should check oh. that. It's actually it's a fantastic okay. film. Let's check yeah. it out. Yeah. Great. Hero is like homework before you play Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, it would definitely set you up, yeah, yeah. this stylistically. What do you think, Martin? Is, is that a day one purchase out on the 17th of July? Quite possibly. Quite possibly. Uh, it depends on the old job situation. But, <laughs> 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 but, but it's a potential. It. It depends how much trouble you get in with the wife for buying The Last of Us 2 the month before. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, I was telling Jamie, like, when uh, our jobs came to an end, I said, you know what I might do is I might just pre-order all of these I games now. Saying, yeah. It's like Because if I pre-order everything now and then that money's gone and then I just take it from here on out and just try and figure it, you know. Try you figure. didn't do it, did you? No. no. <laughs> I'm too fucking scared. Regrets. What are you... You would have been stitched up anyway because loads of the places that took pre-orders, I think, cancelled the pre-orders yeah, because of the whole point. COVID thing. So you might have yeah. had all your money yeah. back. Yeah, fucking... And then you would have been like, I won't tell the wife about this. I'll just re-pre-order Oh, no, but I mean, like, I would have, I would have just pre-ordered everything on, like, say, PlayStation Store. And just boom, done, you know? Right, right. But, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've still got, I've got one pre-order from that period which is still riding and I'm waiting until that, that game got delayed but it's still coming out which is, of course, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk. 2077. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. I'm, I'm jealous. Like, the, the fact that you've taken that plunge is very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, we'll see. If, if, like I said, if I don't have any money coming in at the time, yeah, I'm sure four my months. wife will not think it's quite so cool. <laughs> four months is a long time when you're unemployed and on lockdown. So yeah, yeah absolutely. We'll see how we right, go. Well, right, well, from uh, one game that is definitely a uh, day one purchase for many of us to one that is going to be a day one purchase for a lot of 14-year-olds, it is going to be the next Call of Duty. That guy and and pro, I don't know, maybe that guy. Uh, that guy. Uh, the next Call of Duty game is rumored to be called Black Ops Cold War. So we've we've pretty much known for a while that it was going to be a Black Ops. Obviously, nothing is fully confirmed. It's more like what I like to say is confirmed rumors. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's a uh, it's Treyarch this time around, isn't it? Well, yeah, because the story was that obviously this would have been the turn of Sledgehammer Games, yeah, who made let me get this right, World War Two and uh, Advanced Warfare, I think. God, it's there are so many of them, maybe. Now. <laughs> um, and of course, yeah, the, one of the reasons we knew for some time at least that this was probably going to be a Black Ops game, uh, rumored at the time to be Black Ops Five was because we found out from behind the scenes that things were not going to plan on the Call of Duty game that was originally due to be coming out this year, and that Activision really quickly turned things around, came back to Treyarch, which is why they are only having one year off rather than what should be two years off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, Cold War, 
<laughs> not the most active of wars. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you're just going to be in Berlin and you're just going to be like going to bars and following people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it does it does raise a few questions, definitely, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it does. I, I think it could be cool. I think it, like as long as they, if they, look, it's a Call of Duty game, right? So it's always going to be fucking boots on the ground. You know, you've, you've got your fucking machine guns and shit and you're just going ham. But it would be cool if there was a lot more elements of espionage and spy stuff. I think that would be really cool. We we were mentioning it the, um, yesterday, actually, weren't we, mm. uh, Martin and Jamie? We were saying uh, one of the best things about uh, World War II, COD World War II, was that mission in Paris where you infiltrate that um, that Nazi stronghold and you, yep. know, you you got to find a contact and then shit goes tits up and you got to fight your way out and then you help liberate that area. Oh, the worst mission in that game, yeah. Oh, shut up, Alex. That was by far the best mission in that game. What? I know, I, I see I'm the opposite. I don't like the espionage oh. spy side of COD. I want to I wanna just shoot people and like <laughs> run around. But that's why that, that mission was so great because it had both, right? It had both elements to it. It was yeah. something different for the series and at the end of it, it was like, don't worry, we still got you, COD bros. You know, he has a fucking, <laughs> yeah. he, has a, he has a gun. Go, go fucking wild. Yeah, I think in some respects, because there's so much shooty shooty, that Call of Duty games end up being defined by the sequences that aren't that. For in my mind, at least, I'm, so yeah. I'm kind of with Chris on that. But I think it's also interesting talking about what Marta was saying actually about the Cold War as a, as a concept uh, to work an action-oriented video game around. What was cool about the first Black Ops was the Cold War element was the fact that, I don't know if you remember, but you were you were strapped in the chair, you were Mason, and you were being yeah. asked questions, what do the numbers mean, blah, 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 blah. And you're like having flashbacks to Black Ops missions uh, you know, it, that the CIA had tried to get rid of, and that was kind of the concept. So if this is another idea of... Yes, it's set during the Cold War, but it actually uses some kind of framing device to be able to put you in the these sort of black ops CIA missions that take place overseas and behind enemy lines. That could still be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Because there's yeah. fun stuff to do there. Mm-hmm. And the Cold War, yeah. I mean, the expanse of the Cold War is basically from after World War II to the late 80s. So there's tons that you can do within that time frame. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if you're heading over to fight a whole bunch of proxy wars, you know, like Afghanistan and yeah, Korea. all those kinds of things. Korea, yeah. It would, it would be, that's it would actually quite... Yeah. That's, that's an interesting concept if they span that whole time, like you said, Martin, if they if they start, you know, relatively soon after World War II and they go all the way up to, like, the fall of the Berlin Wall or something. That could be quite an interesting yeah. um, mm. sort of way well, Last mission is you play as... Uh, uh, oh, fuck, I forgot the dude's name now. Gorbachev? Oh, that's annoying. <laughs> no. is, he, is, he, is he real or is he a cool G? No, no, real, a real dude. Who's the the fucking the dude from Baywatch, man? What's his name? Hasselhoff. Oh. Hasselhoff. Yeah, David yeah. Hasselhoff. You play as, he sang on top. You of play the as David Hasselhoff, and you got to, it, it turns into right. like sing star, and you got to sing on top yeah. of the Berlin Wall. And if you <laughs> fail, then nukes get launched. But if you win, you slowly, slowly you tear down that wall. That's, I think that sounds like a cool G game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, and, there is. I was going to say something which is slightly concerning. Not concerning, but could be an issue in that obviously um, uh, the last Call of Duty game got a little bit of um, criticism because it changed history slightly. And you had the past where a whole load of, where Americans. The Highway um, of Death. That was it. The Highway of Death. That was 
uh, that was misreported in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't uh, they. They didn't change history. They accidentally used a name that was about something else. No, sorry. Well, I was, I was going to say like they, it was it was, but it was reported at the time that it was like uh, changing a history. But yeah, it was but it was misreported. It was very it was very it was very not it wasn't entirely misreported. It was very interesting Dude, that the they, way they that came it, up with a, th- a fictional thing <laughs> and accidentally called it the Highway of Death. To come up with like a, a road that a whole bunch of trucks went down and they got bombed by Air Force and they literally flipped the nations is pretty close to saying that they, <laughs> they, they didn't, they didn't they, flip the nations. They came up with a fictional thing and accidentally named it after a thing where in the real scenario it was the, uh, the other way around. But it was incidental. I truly believe that. No, it was, my point was going to be that it's interesting though that they're now doing a Cold War theme thing and they could easily do the same thing a no, no, number of times over by saying America behind do. the scenes, they were doing oh, this, yeah. Russia were trying to do this evil stuff I mean, and they did this and then people come out and go, actually, during the Cold War, like yeah. they, they that, open that, themselves up for criticism. That's one thing that is very strange about Modern Warfare and I will concede is clearly Activision and, or Infinity Ward or whoever it was not being afraid to... Uh, throw some punches while they're pulling others, which is that while the uh, Asian countries uh, that are portrayed in modern warfare and the terrorist cells that uh, 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 live within them are all completely fictional, I think it's called like Uzbekistan or something like that. It's all made up. Russia is obviously still fucking Russia. (laughs) Always. So it's like, we're going to make up the Asian country, but Russia's fucking Russia. Well, so I'm, I'm not trying to suggest they did it on purpose with Modern Warfare. I'm just saying, like, they they came, they sort of fell foul of, you know, news media and reporting because they were like, well, yeah, you've certainly. freaking done this. Yeah. So I, I could see oh, that happening it was a, it was a number certainly, of times It was over. a mistake, right? It was, a, it was still a faux pas, whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. Whatever it was you a, think yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Uh, but what's, what's cool is, obviously, so nothing's been confirmed as of yet, but there is a lead-up to all of this. And it's uh, taking place right now in... Call of Duty Modern Warfare's Warzone mode, which is their Battle Royale, which is something that we've been playing, as we've said. Um, so there are these bunkers, and now as you're playing the game, you can, I don't know, pick up these key cards. I mean, I haven't, I don't know too much about it, to be fair. Jamie, you probably know a bit more than I do. Honestly, not really, other than uh, those bunkers have obviously been in there since the very first iteration of Warzone. Yeah. And there have been hints around the map that you can maybe get behind them, or there might be something behind them, but... I know that there were early versions of Warzone where people were able to clip through um, the environment yeah. and discover that actually there wasn't anything in those bunkers at those stages, which led many people to believe that it was sort of an Easter egg that had been seeded very early to yeah. then be added to over time. And I think we're starting to see uh, the steps being taken in that direction. Yeah, because these these bunkers are starting to open with the uh, key cards. And uh, I think you were telling me there was a, a pay phone where you could pick up the phone, but previously nothing oh, had yeah. happened. No, no, there seen, are a bunch of yeah. like laptops, computers, and phones that if you walk up to... You might have seen the prompt if yeah, you played can, the game enough. Yeah, It'll be like, just answer off. phone yeah. or... Yeah, but nothing happens. Yeah. Nothing yeah. happens. So uh, I like the fact that the devs have gotten smarter that they don't put it in at the very beginning of the game because they know people always discover it and then go, <laughs> yeah. you pieces of shit. Yeah, like, well, I'm not, I'm not surprised uh, if every patch where they, they change, like, oh, change the placement of a tree and there's 26 gigs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was another fucking patch now, 26 gigs. It's like, oh, my God, the most it's unoptimized constant, game in the fucking planet. Whatever. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, my, my question is when... When Black Ops Cold War comes out, what does that mean for the future of Warzone? Because Warzone is wildly successful. Yeah. And more, for so, as much more so than Blackout ever was. 
yeah, and the tricky thing with Warzone is that for as much as it is a standalone thing that a lot of people own removed from Call of Duty Modern Warfare, it is still inherently tied to Modern Warfare. It is still that same launcher. It's still yeah. the same main menu. It's still the same kind of ecosystem in terms of you buy the battle pass that works across all of them. So if you have a situation where Black Ops Cold War has its own multiplayer and presumably a battle pass, is there now a separate battle pass for Warzone and for Black Ops Cold War? I don't know. It's, yeah. And what, what if they yeah. have uh, Black Ops Cold War Warzone and then... Well, yeah. It, and then uh, it just fragments everything, right? Like, well, what, if they just, what if they just bring it across? So you have to, yeah, so you have to download yeah, exactly. the new one. You have to download. If you if you only own Warzone, then it updates your client so that it now launches out yes. of Black Ops. Yeah. Yeah. And if to. you could try and launch Warzone out of Modern Warfare, then maybe it still works. And I think the other thing they could potentially do with this, we actually talked about this possibility before when we assumed that Blackout from Black Ops 4 would be the battle royale they'd stick with, is this is obviously a huge opportunity to implement a new map. And obviously, in this case, a, a potentially very different one. Yeah, yeah, very, yeah. very different. Mm. Um, oh, like a, a 1980s map would be wicked. It would be, be cool. <laughs> but but they've got, they got to do something, right? Because very few people are going to want to stand to have a 100 gig plus install of uh, Modern Warfare and then be told, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, Black Ops Cold War is another 120 gigs. It's like, oh, come on. It's the way we're going, though, right? Every game that seems to come out now is like big, big games are with that size. So. Yeah. It's gonna. It's gonna every, be that, every like, game that comes out. I have to go through my library and go. What am I deleting yeah, today yeah. so that I can I mean, install this? It's gonna have to get so. to a point where all the special editions come with additional hard drives. Yeah, mine's only a five hundred gig PlayStation. <laughs> so, uh, so oh, I struggled. Right, right. So you've got yeah. extra bad. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. for sure. All right, and uh, the the last piece of news today: uh, Paper Mario. Nintendo dropped a surprise trailer, just completely out of nowhere for a new Paper Mario game, which we knew was coming out in terms of like, well, there were rumors and speculation on it. Uh, but yeah, Paper Mario, the Origami King was announced. Do you, any of you guys care at all about the story? No. I mean... <laughs> not particularly. <laughs> not, I don't have a Nintendo system other than a 3DS, so... Uh... No. So that's that's a no and no and and and, and well, no. <laughs> the caveat for me, the asterisk is I guess, is that I played uh, Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door on the GameCube and I was yeah, I, I was that, a fan yeah. of it back in the day. Um, yeah. So this is this all. is looking to be more aligned to that rather than like the Paper yeah. Mario's that were on the three DS, which yeah. I think is only a good thing. You know, um, then again, I never played any. I haven't played a Paper Mario since, so I don't even know what they did wrong. That's the, <laughs> I don't know well, what. They, yeah, I, I I played Sticker Star and I wasn't a fan. Uh, I played the um, Super Paper Mario on the Wii, and I fucking mm. loved that game because that was cool. But that was much less an RPG and more. I don't know. Wasn't even a platform. You know, if really, if I had a Nintendo system, I think I would be excited for this. I just don't. Yeah. I'm not going to get one. So. So that yeah. it doesn't have any relevance to me, but I think is I would. That, I would uh, play it. Stem, stemming from your appreciation for Thousand Year Door back in the day, or just <laughs> yeah, maybe a bit of nostalgia. But you know, when it's got the Mario seal of approval, Mario games yeah. tend to be good. Yeah, well, that's a very good way. That's probably why I will buy this game. It'll be the first Switch game I will buy since I was given The Witcher Three at Christmas, which is yeah. a pretty damning indictment of the state of Switch releases in 2020. <laughs> yeah, it's kind mm. of mad, especially that they're saying oh, hey, you know, that there's not going to be any Nintendo Directs for a yeah. very long time. And they, they had hinted at um, 
delays in a lot of their products thanks to COVID. So yeah. I don't know. It, they, don't, they don't care. They're sitting on that Animal Crossing money now. They're sitting on all those turnips. So. <laughs> yeah, ring, ring. That's so true. Ring Animal Crossing adventure. is about to become the, the best-selling game of all time, or something. I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> madness, absolute yeah. madness. But yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, Paper Mario. It's it's a thing. <laughs> Check it out if you want. We're not, we're not going to labour on it because we're not too too overly enthused about it. But yeah, a Nintendo game with Mario. It's probably going to be good. There you yeah. go. All right, guys. Well, anything else you guys want to cover? Um, uh, oh, can I do a shameless plug? Of course yeah. you can. In case, in case anyone has missed it and doesn't know, every Saturday I give stuff away on my channel, Super Show Jonesy, on YouTube. So go there on Saturday, um, and I'll be giving something else away. Good stuff what as is well. it, jo- uh, What I've is it, Jonesy? I can't tell you because you have to play the you have to play along. Basically, you guess what it is, and then you, if you guess first, you win it. Um, I've given away a Ring Fit. Um, I've given away Ring Fit Adventure. I've given away a Millennium Falcon, Lego Millennium Falcon. Ooh. Sorry. Um, the what else have I given away? Nemesis. Oh, a, a Kindle was the last. Kindle, yeah. The last thing I gave away. Funko um, Pop. Uh, yeah, what's it called? Nemesis Funko, Funko Pop. Pop. That's it. Hell yeah. So yeah, if you like free stuff and you think you can guess what it is before anyone else, I give you clues and then people can uh, see if they can win it. There's so. some serious prizes. Oh. Yeah, I've yeah, been awesome. impressed with the quality of the prizes thus far. Yeah. Uh, this one, you so it might work slightly... No, no, this one is the best. <laughs> this one is the best one so far. Oh, the best oh, one. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, 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 can I ask the you this so then? Is it the most expensive so far? Or is it... Uh, for possibly, possibly. Whoa! What's what's been the most expensive so far? Must have been the Millennium Millennium Falcon, Falcon, right? The Lego Millennium Falcon was yeah. That's like 150 quid, I think. So actually, yeah. Wait, and if this one is either as expensive or nearly as expensive as that, then. You're doing all right if you win it. Yeah, so wow. it's cash. So, cool. yeah. cash. so yeah, yeah, is, yeah. It, is, it, is it the lo- is it the login to the channel? <laughs> is that the prize? <laughs> then it, it wouldn't be worth anything. It's, yeah, exactly. It's my yeah. kids' bank accounts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm Super Show Jonesy on YouTube. Um, yeah, come along on Saturday. Go and um, check it out. But this one, this one will be slightly different. So because uh, oh, and so Jamie might you might like this and Chris as well because oh. you guys I think have struggled to get there in time a couple of times yes. and I Jamie yeah because you moved it to... earlier last week into my sleeping hours so rude <laughs> I know I know I know I've had a few people on the Patreon say the same thing like they struggle because they're different time zones and things so this time I'm not going to tell people what it is at the end of the live stream oh that will be the the first chance you get it but basically people can guess all week long and then I will reveal what it is net the Saturday after so if no one gets it on the live stream somebody could guess it midweek uh, and they can get I like it, it. Oh, it's, 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 it's still first come first serve right it's not uh, yes exactly yeah yeah first come first serve it gives it's more like opportunity a, people everyone who it. got it right goes into a raffle it's not one of those situations no 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 first come first serve but it will give if people if nobody guesses it on the live so stream if, I, if give, I tune you know, in 24 hours later get watch the video it's really obvious scroll down and see the comment that already says it <laughs> don't bother then I've don't lost. Bother. <laughs> <laughs> well no but you wouldn't how would you know if you were how would you know if it was right you wouldn't know if it was that because your clues are super obvious <laughs> but they won't be as obvious this time oh, oh another reason to it will, be, it, it will be harder um because it has to be by virtue of giving more people more chance to play so yeah, yeah fair enough because i was losing so many people were saying it's really hard to make it for that 10 minute slot on a saturday you know i just missed it i just missed it so i thought i'll expand it out so hopefully it'll last a That's couple a good of idea. days people yeah. can play nice. Nice. nice one Jay, but, the, but is it still going to be premiered 
It will be premiered. So the best. So if you're if you're the uh, if you get so on the premiere, you're going to be you, sat. You're, you gonna, be you're gonna be sat in the live chat, and by the time the premiere's over, you're gonna know whether or not someone has already won it. But you're not gonna tell us. <laughs> I will. No, you no, de- you, you know. devious man. <laughs> um, but then no, but this is it's, it's basically just a, like I said. So the premiere is the best opportunity because if it is obvious to you, you could win it in the premiere. But if nobody in the premiere gets it, which nearly happened, so the the Amazon Kindle, um, I think no one guessed it until I kind of was just revealing what it was. Mm. So that could have been the you know. Oh that was yeah, right. Because you don't you don't want a situation when no one guesses it. You take out a Kindle, and then it's literally the first person to just type what they see. Yeah. Right. I so that has almost happened. I got the, I got I got the Kindle one on the. Uh, Something about you made a reference to starting fires or starting a fire with this. Right, thing. right. That's where I was like, oh, Kindle. All right, yeah. Right, yes. Yeah. So you probably were nearly there, nearly in with the win with that one because it was quite late that someone guessed it. Oh, there have definitely been times where I've thought it's that. And then as I've gone and uh, looked, I've seen it right. da, 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 going up the, the chat and thought. I've seen one it. comment go bang and then another one bang and they were both correct. And I was just like, oh, Sorry, shit. Dude. Yeah. 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 Wow. And what about you, Martin? What's, what can we expect uh, coming up from Just Interesting? Well, this evening I'm recording the uh, the latest podcast with um, Robin and Alex. Um, nice. So there's that. Uh, I, I can't I can't tell you exactly what it's on because I don't know yet. Because um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not hosting this week, so I'm not coming up with the main topic. Um, All right, okay. But there's that. And then we also, we've, well, Robin recently released a video about uh, plagiarism within the early Batman comics. Which is done, yeah, which is done quite well. It's a, it's so if you're interested in yeah. comics, then yeah. go check that one out. And uh, yeah, just head on over, come on over, subscribe, and um, take a listen if you haven't already. Check us out. Hell yeah. I was I was quite happy with my comment on that video because um, I think I posted Robin finally takes down Batman. Yes, ah, nice classic. It's good. An original it's comment, good. if ever there was one. An original. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see anyone else post it first. I think it's <laughs> right, uh, well. there's a comment I saw earlier where on the Batman video. It was obviously a diehard Batman fan that wasn't happy that we had said that it was uh, ripped off, basically. And they just put liar and loads of angry faces. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, sometimes sometimes reading comment sections of videos like that are way better than the actual video. Because people just get so salty about things. Oh, there was a great one. When we spoke about um, whether there's going to be a a, uh, civil war, another American civil war, and um, (laughs) someone just put in the comment section, I can't believe how little you understand about freedom. <laughs> That's it. No context. That is amazing. I want to get that tattooed on my arsehole. Yeah, it's quite something. <laughs> That's wicked. <laughs> wow. Okay. Cool. Chris, are you doing? A, are you doing a live stream again this week? Um, this week, you know what? Not not decided yet. Uh, I'd I'd like to. It's it's just difficult, man. Like it's really difficult. Partly from a motivational point of view. Um, but also from a, a scheduling point of view, what I was thinking, like, sure, yeah. If depending on who edits this episode, uh, if it's me, then obviously I'm, I'm working tomorrow. Uh, but if it wasn't me, I was thinking maybe I just stream during the day and just try that out, just a, a lot more casual. Because up to this point, Jamie pointed it out, like all the streams I've been doing have been very kind of like hardcore games where yeah, I've struggled to take my eyes away from the action that's happening to look at the chat and interact. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be good to kind of slow things down a bit and get into more of a relaxed uh, game where I can just interact with people. But then again, if it's during the day and it's a time that a lot of our typical audience isn't around, I don't know how it's going to work out. So who knows? Plus, I still need to try and break uh, 
I've got to get my numbers up so that I can break into a, a Twitch affiliate, which I'm I'm halfway there, so it'll be good. Decent. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, thank you so much for watching. If you're watching on YouTube or listening, if you are listening on a podcast platform of your choice, as I've said before numerous times, we are a five-star podcast. Do leave us a review, even if it's not five stars, that's okay. Uh, and do <laughs> you know, like, comment, and subscribe on the YouTube channel. If you're listening on the podcast, why don't you check out the YouTube and vice versa, because there's a little bit of something for everyone. Uh, and with that, I guess... Uh, at, at the very least, to check out Jamie's shiny head. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not too yeah, it's, shiny. It's because there's a, there's a light right above there, so if I lean back, you can see there. And also, I've got obviously got my window open on it because it's such a right. lovely early summer's day. Um, but yeah, right. I, guess, I guess I can't deny it anymore. I, I, was just, I, I was just thinking that as soon as you shaved your head, the, the god ray came down like... <laughs> maybe it's a bit of that I don't know it's, I feel like it's getting into that awkward middle stage already where like some parts of it look longer than others you can tell where it grows faster than in yeah. other places like you, you got to be careful you don't get the, the fuzz ball look that's that's the biggest problem oh, right? oh, dude yeah, I'm yeah, doomed to good. like that's why hairdressers every time I ask for a number that's particularly short they're always like are you sure it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna stick out so there will definitely be a fuzz ball element like I'll never be as short on the sides as uh, Chris, you get it when you get your and Martin's is right now. Actually, yeah. is that a homebrew job? Yeah, I did my sides again. That looks really yeah, good, dude. Nice. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, yeah I, I got to sort mine out. Like, oh man, it's it's yeah, Chris, yeah, you're sort of, yeah. I'll, I'll do this. I can't see you. It's kind of blurred into um, your headphones. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You need to get those sides looked at. Shocker! It's a shocker. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, usually we we leave the podcast with a code word uh, for people that have uh, come to the end of our lovely one hour 48 slash one hour 49 <laughs> long episode. So Martin, as the guest of honor, would you do us the favor, would you do us the honor of selecting a code word can be for anything. this episode? Absolutely. Anything you want. Absolutely um, anything. Uh, watermelon felon. I like oh, it. Oh, like watermelon it, yeah. felon. Fantastic. I, I'm always down for that. Hell Fantastic. yeah. Fantastic. All right. And with that, thank you so much for watching and listening. We'll catch you next time. See ya. Bye. See ya. Bye.